got a fever. And the only prescription is more. This yo, yo. is the Cigar Authority. It's the biggest helicopter leasing event in the Western Hemisphere since 1997. The Authority. Like Kobayashi. On everything cigar. The cigar takes time. Yeah. That's the whole key. And out of the cigar industry. It's in the hole. With your host. Hey, D-Man. David Garofalo. Who are you? Julius Caesar? Who the hell is Julius Caesar? You know I don't follow the NBA. Mr. Jonathan. I know who I am. I'm a dude. Barry Stump. And Chuck Morrison. 60% of the time, it works every time. It's time to light them up. Screw it, let's let them do it. It's time. That's a win win for me. For the Cigar Authority. I gotta have more. Ah! Light them up, light them up, light them up, everybody. May 21st, 2016, broadcasting live from the LaFleur Dominicana Cigar Studios. And today, a new cigar from LaFleur Dominicana. We'll be introducing right here in the show. Voting has begun for Cigar Journal Cigar Trophies, and cigar manufacturers and retailers will stop giving to charities. All that and Mr. Jonathan Carney. Welcome, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. The well, real maybe, Mr. Jonathan. Yeah, if he's the real Mr. Jonathan, maybe he should read the copy then. Here You're listening go. to the Cigar Authority, the only radio show in the U.S. and, yes, the world, that is always broadcast on location. And we are the only show that doesn't just allow smoking. We insist. We demand that you light up along with us. You tune in at thecigarauthority.com, where you can watch us live or catch the podcast on demand at any time. Simply find us on iTunes, YouTube, Google Play or Podbean.com, where you can set it and forget it. And there we go. So um, we had uh, the honor to have uh, Lito Gomez fly up here this week to actually have the introduction of their new cigar, which is a big deal because it's probably most people's last new cigar because of FDA, and we'll get a little into that with them. Uh, he certainly got into that with our group of people that we got together with. Uh, a little, de- little depressing, to be honest with you, but uh, it was an awesome presentation that he put Slide on. Slideshow, the whole bit. Really. Uh, um, not trying to sell his cigar brand, but actually to try to... Uh, enlighten and educate people uh, about what is going on, not what may happen, what is happening. Uh, And he let that uh, be known. I hear a lot of people saying, um, you know, this could happen, this could happen. No, this has happened. It has happened. So how do we live with the FDA? Um, And it is the beginning of what is to come. It is not the end of FDA. It is the beginning. Uh, The the deeming regulations, the dooming regulations, basically, of what what it is. Prohibition 2.0. It's oh. a new. It's a new chapter. It is. An, it's going to be a new world out there, and we're going to. Everybody's trying to figure out. I can't tell you how many calls, emails, uh, texts, everything I'm getting from everybody in the industry. What's the move? What's happening? And we don't have a lot of time, so it's not like we can really sit on it. Um, there's really. You know, it's, everybody's going to be making a different direction or, or going, and what we're trying to do as an industry is get everybody together and say, you know, let's all think this out together and go and, and make some moves as a group. Very hard because you have um, so many different personalities in this business. Is there a list of people when it comes time for the general election? Is there a list of senators and House of Representative members in the U.S. Congress and Senate that have been pro-cigar through this whole thing that we should vote for? Yes, there are people that... that um, well, and, and the signed reason, our petition the reason I'm going over with the this. past 
four years because this has gone and failed, gone and failed, gone and failed. Because we've got a petition out there. The, the CRA has a petition out there, and they need 100,000 signatures, and it's at 11,000. It's just over 10% of what we need God, which is to pathetic. be able to. It is pathetic. So clearly being able to push a button on your computer is so difficult that the entire cigar industry is going to lay down and just it let this happen, which I know you I say it doesn't, say matter, it doesn't but matter, but you know what? Do something, not nothing. There's 350 million people. We can't even get 100,000 people. We, we got 11,000 out of 350 million. Talk about telling we the government mean, they can do whatever they do want. Do whatever you want. Just Piss to, all over us. To back matter. up a little bit, if you go to cigarrights.org, at the top of their page, they have the sponsors of HR 662. Yeah. And it lists which uh, members from the House are supporting that bill. So you can see what senators or representatives in this case are pro-tobacco. Meanwhile, in the Senate, it's S441, and it lists the 21 senators that are pro-tobacco, which is such a small amount. It's small. Yeah. It's small, but it's something. I mean, if you have a senator in your state that's pro-cigar, that's the guy you want to vote for, assuming that, you know, that they're... For what? Agenda is... Uh, but, but for what? What is going to end up changing of, of what it is? Hey, it's Prohibition went in and Prohibition <clears throat> went out because they realized it didn't work. So it could happen again. We are tobacco. We are hated and we are now in with cigarettes and chewing tobacco and vape and cigars, premium cigars. It's all one. So I think the efforts and energy is going to be in the major companies, like the cigarette companies, are going to fight whatever it is. But their fight is for monopoly. They want monopoly, and monopoly is what we're going to get. I promise you, I've been saying it for four years, but I promise you this industry is going to look so different two years from now. It's going to be um, just (coughs) giant brands, giant companies that are out there, and it's going to just take the... The excitement out of it, and we're trying to figure some stuff out. We came up with actually something today in, today in the office that uh, I'm going to get on a plane tomorrow and uh, try to make it happen. I like it. I like it. So, uh, I'll leave you, sir. It was an idea that was good enough to have become your own. It is. Yeah. It is. That's uh, how I know I've made it, Chuck. Yeah. <laughs> when I have an idea that's so good, Dave remembers you saying You had an idea. I have an idea now. You had I had it, an idea. and now you have it. There we go. And that's the way it works around here. So, all right. Um, So um, this is something that La Florida Dominicana has been doing for a few years now. Yes. Last year was the 47th. It was the first time that it actually had a name that coincided with which TAA. Sixth year, I believe. Right. But it's the second one that actually has the year in the name. Yet I do not see it printed on the band. 48th right there. Just open up your eyes. Oh, all right. There it is. You just have to read it. I got the new contacts in today. They're not doing good. Did you put the two far ones on nah, instead of one of each? I did it the right way. but I... What's going on with LASIK? I thought you were going to explore that. They, they won't do it because uh, I can't see far away and I can't see close. Oh, get the uh, double They can't fix one of them? No. and uh, two, two more notches or something. I got to get the dog. You know. Shut up. Wow. Oh, I'm I thought your driving was bad, but I didn't realize <laughs> it was that bad. I can't see. I can't see. It's terrible. Jeez Louise. Yeah. No, Chuck, his driving is bad. Oh, I know. I mean, <laughs> no. Like stoplights, stop signs, their recommendations. He jokes that their recommendations. He didn't see them. He didn't see them. So at the 48th annual TAA meeting, La Florida Dominicana brought three cigars with them for retailers to try while in attendance. During the course of the meeting, the retailers were asked to place an order for the size they liked the best. And the cigars with the largest order 
would be the one that went into production. Well, the tribe has spoken, and the sole survivor was the 6x54 box press, which was almost a unanimous choice. Nailed it. Medium to full in strength, the cigar features a San Andreas wrapper over Cameroon binder with Dominican fillers. There was nothing... There was nothing medium about this cigar. I smoked it the other day, and I wish I hadn't. It's medium for a Flor Dominicana. It was my first cigar this morning. I smoked one on the way into the studio. Well, we know that your tongue and my belt share some similar, similar characteristics. I've had a Sounds half, like a good time. I've smoked a half a dozen of these already in a matter of three days in natural. Yeah. In Maduro, which we'll get to the next hour, I've smoked one. That says a lot. It says a lot. <laughs> so you, you see what ends up happening there. So let's give it a cut and light, see what it's all about. It's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting is brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand. While all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellence. And speaking of prices, this FDA is going to have something to do with pricing. And you're going to see an increase in the price of cigars because they're going to have a user's fee. This whole thing comes down to not the health, but it comes down to money. Mm -hmm. And the cigarette industry had 20 years to pay this ridiculous amount of money. And they, coincidentally, have gone through 19 years of it. It's ready to dry up. Then I bring you the cigar industry. And here comes the cigar industry. But let me tell you, the cigar industry is a micro dot. Compared to what the cigarette industry is. Hang on. All cigars, though. Premium cigars are the micro. Yeah. All cigars, now you're looking at in the billions. Mm. Yeah. Gas stations selling them. I mean, really, when you're buying your cigars at a gas station, you're not buying a cigar to smoke. You're buying a cigar to deconstruct and put legal marijuana in it. What a nice tasting cigar before you light it. Paprika. Paprika, not a lot of flavor to paprika, but raisins, very strong raisin, plummy, chewy. It reminds me of when my mom would bake filet of sole, and she would coat it with paprika. And that's the taste I'm getting. It's not fishy. It's the paprika. I, I'm surprised you can say that word. <laughs> now, here's, here's my story about paprika, if that's even how you're supposed to say it. Uh, my mother used to put it as her secret ingredient. It's not on a lot of flavor to paprika. Home, her home fries. Can I finish my, my little analogy All here? All right. And as soon as you said that, I got the overwhelming just rush back to my childhood, to my mother's home fries, and paprika was the magic ingredient. And yes, I give that to you, Barrett's. With a little raisin sauce on top of the paprika. <laughs> it's a good day. What do you grind to make paprika? Is there a, is there a root? Is it a seed? See, now, now, it's only powdered. Now while you're telling us about the lighter, I'm going to go and look it up. All right. We're going to be lighting our cigar today with the second edition of the Vertigo Cyclone. This is the Cyclone 2. It still features the triple jet. It still has the easy adjustment wheel, but a couple of things they've done to improve this lighter to make it $14.99 instead of $12.99. One is they made the adjustment wheel enormous. Or, as they like to say at the Vertigo Factory, they don't. big ass. They do not. <laughs> they made the big ass tank even big asterer. And then they double shielded They double shielded where the flame comes out. Because with the original Cyclone, once you're done, and this is, this is no small cigar, once you're done toasting and lighting and keeping that flame on for a minute, the outside gets very, very hot. You put it in your pocket, you burn your leg, 
Not so much on the Cyclone 2 because it's shielded. So $14.99, Vertigo, Cyclone 2. So to answer your question, paprika is a spice made from the air-dried fruits of the chili pepper family. Wow. Of the species of capsicum anum. Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously. I'm surprised you didn't know that, Dave. So, so we're, we're, we're an educational show today. So paprika, it, it does have a little spice to it. It's got a little kick. From the chili pepper. From the chili pepper. That's very, interesting. Very subtle. I'm a big fan of the red hot chili pepper. And all their, uh, their the whole... Um, the only one I know from the red hot chili peppers is flea. And the only one I know from police is sting. So it tells me that if you're going to have a name, have it be a weird one name thing like Cher... And then people will remember you. Prince, Eminem, yep, Elvis, Elvis. Elvis was a hero to most, but he never meant crap to me. <laughs> <laughs> What's that from? It's a rap song from the eighties. <laughs> if he's uh, quoting it, it's from the eighties. <laughs> Just make no mistake about it. I celebrate his whole portfolio. His whole oh, about a, his portfolio. I celebrate his whole collection. Collection. Mm. I celebrate his whole, what is it? No talent, ass clown. Yeah, Michael, Michael Bolton. Bolton. Oh, I celebrate his whole. <laughs> his whole catalog. Catalog is right. Catalog. catalog. I celebrate his whole catalog. <laughs> Come on, you know that movie. You listening. Uh, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to have to have you go ahead and so hit, late. That's right. So have you heard cigar manufacturers and cigar retailers across the United States and the United States only will all collectively stop giving to charity? How could that possibly be? Cigar smokers come in all shapes and sizes. You go into any cigar shop, you're going to see people from all walks of life. You meet people. We saw that, it that, that at dentists, the Lido event. Absolutely. We had dentists and lawyers and all guys that were trash truck drivers, yep. all kinds of different things. Handicapped people. It comes in every single way. Uh, in a cigar shop, what is a magic about the cigar shop? It is the great equalizer. We're all the same. Mm-hmm. You go in. So the guy's the lawyer and the trash collector, guess what? You left that out the door. When you come into a cigar shop, everybody is the same. And one thing is... You, you, it's not nice to say about a whole group of people because there's prejudice if you end up saying that. A whole group of people are a certain way. But 31 years in the cigar industry and years before that that I was a cigar smoker, I found that there is a prejudice when it comes to cigar smokers. Uh, it's, it's truly unique that I don't see in other industries that way. But this underground group is like no other. They're very, very charitable people. If you go back to the days of, um, and it still happens to this day because we sell them, is somebody's having a baby. Instead of receiving gifts, the guy having a baby actually buys cigars and passes cigars out to people. Yep. And when you're having a wedding, you buy cigars and you pass them out. Mm-hmm. Celebrations, when you have people. You go into a cigar shop and somebody's smoking a cigar and somebody says, hey, what's that? That smells good or whatever. I see two strange people, don't even know each other. The guy opens up his bag of cigars or his box of cigars. Would you like to have one? It may be a $10, $12 cigar. Here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, geez, thanks a lot, buddy. Yeah, where else would you see someone hand someone a $10 bill? You go into a restaurant. Hey, that looks like a nice dessert. Oh, let me give you one. You know, you don't see a person mm-hmm. passing a cheeseburger right. over. It doesn't, it's never happened. <laughs> the first time I met you, you handed me a $30 cigar. There we go. So this has happened. Ah. You see it happens everywhere. Yep. You've been around more than I have as far as going into cigar shops. Total strangers hand you things. Yep. I've been around more than a $2 hookup. Oh, yep. There we go. <laughs> 
<laughs> so what it is is cigars are not a, a, a thing to be shared and donated. You go into any um, event or something that they're having some sort of fundraiser or something. At a, at there's, a always event. A, there's always a man basket. A box of cigars. It's communal. Cigars. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. a, it's a community thing. It's communal. So, it's contemplative. Yes. So as Debonair. a cigar retailer, I've been asked so many times, and we give hundreds and hundreds of boxes of cigars away, and manufacturers give hundreds, and we're doing a uh, golf tournament, and manufacturers say, let me donate a cigar, and all the different things. It's a major, major part. It's, it's part of, you know, we know we have to, it, there's a cost evaluated to it, so we have to incorporate the cost of how many do we give away during the course of the, of the year. Not only is it something that's giving out so much, on the receiving end, people want cigars in their charity events. And people receiving things want cigars. Oh, you're having a birthday. What do you get the guy that has everything? We'll get him a box of cigars. It's the thing yeah. to give away, to, to, you know, a, a nice box of cigars. And there's so many different choices. When it comes to uh, our men and women serving in, in the military, the number one asked for product is cigars. Of Number all one. things, they're not asking for apple pie. They're not asking for cookies. They're asking for cigars. And they get them. And they get them in huge numbers. Number two, I believe, is toilet paper, by the way. Is that true? I believe that's the case. Last year alone, over 250,000 cigars were donated, um, which accounts for 1% of all cigars sold in America were donated to one organization, just one organization alone, which was... Cigar rights. Cigar for Warriors. Cigars, cigars for, for Warriors. warriors. Yeah. Um, because cigars for because the Warriors want cigars. Two hundred and fifty thousand. Remember, we're talking about um, such a niche industry. Yeah, yeah. A little teeny industry of this is what they want. Um, of the cigars donated, sixty percent of all the cigars donated were donated free of charge from manufacturers and retailers. The other forty percent were consumers, but the manufacturers make them, and the retailers have lots of them. And we give, and they give, and you saw what we did last year, where we matched. Yeah, awesome. and we got a whole bunch awesome. of people do it, and we matched, and we overmatched a lot, but we wanted to do it. We did it because we wanted to do it. So we gave away twenty-one thousand cigars, but. In 75 days from now, we can't give any more cigars. It's actually against the law for us to give to charity cigars. And it's against the law for manufacturers to do it. And that's it. It's over. Can a consumer do it? Yes. The answer is yes. Consumer can donate whatever they want, but we're in the business and we can't do it. And we're 60% of it. So they've lost 60% of just one company lost 60%. I would imagine on a lot of things, it's 100% that when somebody's having a little get-together or something, it's the cigar shop that donated the cigars at the event, most likely not a consumer. Oh, let me go there and and do it. Golf tournaments. Mm -hmm. You have 144 golfers. You know, it's probably not a consumer donating 144 golfers. How many golf tournaments do we do? Hundreds? Yeah. Hundreds? Too big a number to be able to figure out. Yeah. It's over. It's over. And it's not because we want it to be over. We certainly don't want it to be over. We want to be charitable. Oh, then, then why don't you just donate the, the money? Because the actual cigar costs less for us to donate than we do. And that's what they want anyway. And then they can go in there. Listen, it's going to dry up, and that's all there is to it. So the donation thing is going to end up drying up. As of October 8, 2016, it will be a crime, punishable by heavy fines and even imprisonment 
for a cigar retailer or a manufacturer to donate cigars of any kind to any charity for any reason. 75 days from now. I'm going to get three months in jail. Hey, what are you in for? <laughs> I raped somebody. How about you? Murder. Yeah, I, I killed my whole family and, and the next door neighbors too. What did you do? I donated a cigar to the troops. To the troops. So I'm in jail. This is true. Well, you would have had to have done it a second time. You're a repeat offender at that point. There we go. Right. That's the second offense. The first one's only like $10,000. Now, in California, if you go to jail for three times, doesn't it become a life? Yeah, it's three strikes. So if you you did it three times in California, you'd be in jail for life. (laughs) How crazy is that? The whole thing is crazy. The most requested by our men and women (coughs) in foreign lands serving for us is cigars, and we're not, not allowed to give it to them. Do they not think this out? They did not think this out. Boom. They did not think this out. And the things that they did think out, which are, are written in, in the um, 499-page document of what, was, yeah, they say this, but we don't think so. We say this, but we don't think so. No science behind it, no nothing. We just don't think so. Wow. Cigar Aficionado magazine, just one publication, one magazine, and we notice a lot of them, Cigar Aficionado by themselves raised over $20 million dollars through cigars for prostate cancer. It's all over with. Now, how do they raise that kind of money? Because they'll have a manufacturer like a Toro Fuente make a special box of a Toro Fuente you can't even buy, and the thing sells for $150,000. We saw that. I saw that happen in Cuba, where Cuba was doing it for um, health benefits or something, and they raised $350,000 for a box of Cohiba cigars. No, the guy didn't give $350,000. He got this special limited one release thing right. for $350,000 and could the, the manufacturer could make a box of cigars and it cost them $100 to make a cig- box of cigars. They, instead, they could donate the $100 or make the box of cigars and get $350,000 for it. So it's so lopsided and that's why it becomes, uh, it should be the cigars itself. Um, now in that case, couldn't Cigar aficionado buy that? Bo- no, because they don't have a tobacco license. Correct. So that's it. Yeah, it's over. It's over. Over. Wow. It's over. You know, all these things that are being said. What can we do? Where's the outrage? Uh, you should be outraged about it. I want you to be outraged about it. But what do you do about it? That horse has left the barn. Here's where I'm embarrassed by 95 percent of the people that have gone to the cigarauthority.com. Sorry, bad. Go ahead. Your article was read. 12,000 times the last time I of checked. writing this article. You can yeah. find this on the CigarAuthority.com. Cigar manufacturers and retailers will stop giving to charity. It's up there or went up there Monday, maybe? Monday or Tuesday. Yeah. yeah. So 12,000 people read it the last time I checked. Okay. Less than 500 people clicked the link to go to CigarRights.org to have a letter automatically sent to their representatives. Just click the button. Yeah. And there were two links. So it was less than 500 total for the two links. And the other one was to sign a White House petition. And I've had people tell me, oh, I'm not signing a petition. I don't want the White House to have my email address. Set up a Gmail account. Set up a Gmail account. You got to check it one time. Yep. I want you to do it just so we can add numbers to it. But I honestly think there's no reason. That doesn't mean I'm not signing a petition or anything like that. But it's already happened. It's over. We lost. It's never, Final it's never ruling. Over. Oh, there's, no, over. There's going to be lawsuits. There's going to be prolonging things and stuff like that. Prolonging the inevitable. It's the final ruling. 
I've been fighting this thing for years. I've been yelling and screaming and laughed at by people that say, oh, you're always blowing things out of proportion. And I go, listen, this is bigger than S-chip. This is bigger than a tax, no smoking law. This is the FDA. You don't even understand what's happening. You know, friends in Australia that I have, friends in Canada that I have that tell me what's going on over there. Here we go. We're going to become them. And you know what the cigar consumption is in these places? Almost nothing. Almost nothing. 300 million cigars are sold in the United States. 500 million are made for the worldwide. So the other 200 million, less than half, is for the rest of the world. Now, what happens to us? If you don't think cigar consumption is going to drop, listen, we, we... doing events and promotions and things like that. Somebody launches a new brand. Lito Gomez comes up, we launch a new brand. We sell hundreds and hundreds of boxes of cigars because he's in town launching a new brand. Don't tell me you didn't smoke a cigar during that if you came to the thing that you wouldn't have smoked any otherwise. Absolutely. You wouldn't have came to the event. Maybe you went out to yep. dinner that night instead, yep. and it didn't happen. Consumption is going to drop because of... We've created events and promotions and things of reasons to try something new or whatever. And even if you smoked, let's say you smoke one cigar a day and you smoke your cigar that day, you end up smoking an extra cigar because you came to the event. There's an extra cigar smoked there that would not have been smoked had that event not happened. And the events aren't going to happen because you can't give away cigars. The maple walnut donut comes out in in November. You, You eat an extra donut because the maple walnut came out, right? Obviously. No. No, I don't. Barry? I don't eat donuts. Yeah, I go from going to Dunkin' Donuts once a day to twice a twice day a just day. to get the pumpkin spice. <laughs> right, obviously. Why wouldn't you get the pumpkin spice while you were there the first time? Well, you I finish up. it, and then I need another one on the way home. Yeah. Obviously. obviously. It's, it's the same right. way. It Dave, works, works I, like the donut. It all goes around like a donut. I got a question yes. for you. And I, you might not know the answer to this, but you seem to know your stuff. So here's, here's the question. Back in the day, right, the 20s or 30s, whenever it was, whenever alcohol went to prohibition. Sure. It was illegal. Game over. It came back. How did it come back? In other words, I'm not willing to put up the white flag. I don't think the government has won. There's so many, there's so many ridiculous... It, it went because of crime, because crime was crazy, because people were gray marketing. They were getting it anyway. Making it themselves. Like, like marijuana today. It's a crime to, to have marijuana. Next year it's going to be legal, and the whole country is going to be smoking pot and all that stuff, and they... At the same time they're doing this, they're legalizing marijuana. It's crazy. At the same time they're doing this, they did it to alcohol, saw it failed, and ended up bringing it back. There's not enough of us. You know how many people drink? Almost everybody. There's not enough. We are a minority, and we are a silent minority. We're not even allowed like the NRA. They're loud. They're screaming. They're pounding their fists. And they have have guns, too. We we have the CRA. They barely have any members. It is, it is a Cigar Rights of America is a group of consumers, it's supposed to be, consumer-driven, but it's retailers and manufacturers that fund it because these guys aren't even paying $35. You, the consumer, aren't even paying the $35 to be a member. And I know most of the people who listen to our show, they're geeky, and it means more to them, and they, they probably are. I certainly hope they are. I hope everybody that listens to our show, we're giving you a show for free. Can you pay $35 for a year, and they're going to give you free stuff? They used to give you free stuff, but in 75 days, you're not going to get free stuff. Anymore either. Because By the way, they don't have you don't even license. know how many things that this uh, this goes on to. It's it's ridiculous, ridiculous. <coughs> it's ugly. It's going to get worse. This is the beginning. You say this is the way it is. I promise you, they'll go after flavored cigars. I promise you, they're going to go after online sales. I promise you, it's going to be one thing after the other because all you got to do is look at the cigarette industry. We are a cigarette now. 
So can you buy cigarettes across state lines, mail order? The answer is no. You won't be able to do it with cigars. Can you get a T-shirt that says Marlboro Cigarettes anymore? No, you won't be able to do that. Not right away. No, they, it'll be, they'll mean, chip away at it yeah. slowly, one bit at a time. I don't time. know about slowly. I think they're going to come ba-boom, 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 ba-boom. And we sit back and watch and we say, we should have. That's where I am right now. We should have. I can feel good about it to know I did everything humanly possible I could do as an individual. As an individual. But the problem is there's only a handful of individuals that are yelling and screaming. Mm-hmm. Lito Gomez being one. I went to Washington, D.C. many times, and Lito Gomez was there yelling and screaming and saying we've got to do something about this. Right now, he's still yelling and screaming. I'm still saying it, too. I'm still yelling and screaming, too. Yep. I, I, at one point, I want to stop and say, just let me shut up and move on with it and stuff. But I wish you it's would. St- it's still painful. The cut is it still is. deep. The salt in it, it yeah. hurts. So I still say it. I don't want to turn the show into it, but... Uh, <laughs> That that's what it is. Uh, trade shows, big smokes. Oh, I go to the big smoke. I go to the to the um, uh, big cigar shows and stuff. And you get a big bag of cigars when you go in. It's over, because the manufacturer can't give the cigar away. And if you think that the the uh, the store or whatever is buying the cigar, no, you got all these cigars for that kind of price. No, it's the manufacturer is giving it, and the retailer is allowing it to be given given it to so you can sample and try, and maybe you'll end up buying a box from him later on. That's the idea yeah. of what's supposed to end up happening. That all goes away. I know everybody's looking at it and say maybe there's loopholes around it. As you find a loophole and get away with it, they close the loophole. It's no different than tax code. Yeah. Yeah, and you hire big, 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 big money tax accountants to find the loopholes. There is no cigar guy, cigar lawyer that's finding the loopholes and passing them out to everybody. Well, that's Dave's job. Yeah, listen, I'm checking out. Yeah, he's not paying the five, five to ten thousand dollars fines or, or spending time I, in jail. I can't do the jail time. So <laughs> yes, I will. I'll, I'll get nailed on the first one and stuff, and then I got to shut it down because I can't do yeah. three months. I can't do three minutes. I'll be honest with you. I can't, and I won't. I don't know. I, I picture you in jail, like oh, I've yeah. seen in Goodfellas, with the steaks being brought in. Yeah, sure. And making the pasta, and, and that was a movie. <laughs> that was a movie. I know people. That did, I know people that did time, and I went and saw them, and <laughs> it was ugly. Like no, I left there, and I was scared straight. Let me tell you, oh. I'm like, I cannot do a minute of that. I'm still working For on giving out a freaking straight. sample of a cigar. Right, right. It's insane. It is insane. It is asylum. Yeah. So uh, next week, Memorial Day weekend, uh, we're live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Seabrook, New Hampshire. So we're going to go to Seabrook, and uh, they're starting to crank now. The the weather is broken. That's like the coast where the beaches are and stuff like that, so we'll go visit them. But um, we're smoking the Flor Dominicana TAA 2016, the number 48, and it's only because the 48th one. Will there be a TAA 50? There will be a cigar called a 50, but will there even be a TAA? Ever now, again. Yeah. The TAA thing. Tobacconists Association of America. But it's always done outside of the United States. So you still will be able to have that trade show and have oh, samples out there, and that'll out be the okay. Out of the so does the IPCPR ah. take their show on the road? Oh. And leave the United States with it and take our business millions and millions of dollars. And when we go to a certain area and do it, the money that's spent, the, in, the, the change of that area that happens when, we, when they do the bars and restaurants and everything, that, that uh, hotels. I don't know, because didn't a uh, retailer in Germany this week get a letter from the FDA about descriptions of tobacco on their website having flavor characteristics, and the FDA is trying to regulate what this German company has on their website? Yes, 
I don't know if they got any grounds. Yep, it'll be interesting to That's, see what happens. The Food and Drug Administration is of America. Right. It does yeah. not have control of the world. Nope. I tried to find out what the chancellor of the Food and Drug Administration makes a year. It's nowhere to be found. Hmm. It's nowhere to be found. That's because he gets a lot of money under the table from the uh, anti-tobacco groups. You can't. There's certain websites you can go allegedly. to. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> Dave got a little nervous there. Allegedly. allegedly. <laughs> I said it. My mic had cut out. There we go. But I'm glad you repeated it. There we go. <laughs> the, uh, you can pay to find out what different CEOs make from different companies, mm. and you can't even pay. It's not listed. Mm. Yeah. Food and Drug Administration. Mm. I'm, I'm, I'm being slammed here by uh, – I'm, I'm saying the wrong things because I got uh, 20 texts here of uh, people mm. in outrage. And uh, I know you, you believe – the people that know believe what I'm saying, and the people that don't uh, are just ignorant of the information. And there's so much misinformation, just so, so you know, that's out there. Um, don't believe everything you read on Facebook, you know. And check the date. Yeah. Check yeah. the date on when it came out. Yep. So, all right, let's go, let's go to break. And when we come back, Mr. Jonathan Carney will chime in on his feelings on our FDA and La Fleur Dominicana. Your last chance to try a new cigar coming out of La Fleur Dominicana. This is it. It's a little heavy, but it's not too heavy for me. I'm going to be honest with you. Mr. Jonathan Carney joins us when we return. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Radio Network. Truly bold cigars like a good story. Perfectly crafted throughout, and you never want it to end. Take it from Rob Weiss, member of Camacho's Board of the Bold and the creator of the award-winning TV series Entourage. The Camacho Corojo is hand-built from authentic Corojo seeds, built for the expert palate and fine-tuned for maximum flavor impact, consistency, and quality. Walking in, you're greeted with the aroma of friendship. You move to the humidor and reach into the hallmark molded steel box, retrieving the only cigar worthy of such elegant protection. Your cut is meticulous. The light, easy and full. Your taste buds are immediately inundated with a barrage of wood and rare spice flavors, all finished with a trademark plume of smoke. Moscow City Series from Hammer and Sickle. Live well. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number no. 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper, fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the Diamond Crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium diamond crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or diamond crown lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit diamondcrown.com. You've heard us over and over again talking about the brands who advertise on the Cigar Authority show. Now here's your chance to try them all in samplers we call the Sponsors Deal. The Sponsors Deals are just that. Deals from the cigar brands that support the Cigar Authority. 
to see this week's sponsor's deal, which not only run out every week, but is always limited. Just go to thecigarauthority.com, and on the right-hand side, simply click the sponsor's deal to see what this week's sponsor's deal is. Please help the brands that help us bring you the Cigar Authority. Our friends at twoguyscigars.com will get it out for you, and you'll be getting a great deal while helping those who help us. The sponsor's deal from the Cigar Authority sounds like a win-win-win to me. This is Rob Weiss from BG Meyer Cigars, and you are listening to the Cigar Authority. And we're back live from the La Flor Dominicana Cigar Studios. You're listening to the Cigar Authority, a weekly broadcast over six years now running about cigars and the nonsense surrounding them. He never called himself Mr. Jonathan Jonathan until he hears Mr. Jonathan call himself that. (laughs) Who am I talking about? It's one of these guys, either one of them. I don't know which one. One of them was first, one of them was second, but they're both Mr. Jonathan. Mr. Jonathan Carney, welcome back to the Cigar Authority. Pleasure to be back. I actually have um, one thing that we don't know. That's uh, Actually, two things to say to add before we start going on to anything we're going on. I've got some good FDA stuff. Oh, good. But first of all, it's uh, National Arm... Uh, Armed Services Day. Okay. So thank you to any of those who yes, served all, here in absolutely. the States. Um, and second, this is also the five-year anniversary of me being on the Cigar Authority really? radio program. Yeah, five, five years, years. Ago, ago today, I hosted my first event uh, down in Salem at the Two Guys Shop. Okay, five years And later. Uh, I was on the radio show for the first time that day. They allowed me at that time to go on the show after on my second day on the job. And that was five years ago today uh, to the date. Wow. So you started five years in a day. Yep. Wow. wow. Absolutely. And so. national sales, in charge of all sales uh, through LFD? Yeah, I'm a re- regional rep for two and a half years, got promoted three three years ago. And then um, wow. we had our farewell tour on, on, the, uh, on the Cigar Authority radio program when I was going to be moving to Atlanta. And then I ended up not moving to Atlanta and ended up getting promoted. And... Uh, and never left. So the farewell was kind of a, a party. There we party go. Show. So, yeah, that was all three years ago. So and now you moved to Florida. At, now living down in Miami. That's what you call home. You don't live there, though. I think I'm still a legal <laughs> resident of New Hampshire, oh, actually, really? to be honest with you. Oh, yeah, well. so I hope, I hope the IRS isn't listening. Well, where do you vote? Uh, I vote in Florida. Okay. Yeah, I vote in Florida. I'm registered to vote down there. The only reason why Mr. Jonathan Carney was allowed to move to Miami was because I left Miami. There we go. So there was room for one gringo, and <laughs> yeah. he took it. That's it. Perfect. So we're smoking the La Flor Dominicana, 48th. This is just launched. Cigar shops are receiving this this week? Or Th- this is launched, uh, launching here with the Cigar Authority. It's actually not in any other retail stores other than Two Guys Smoke Shop uh, okay. until Monday. Okay. Monday, this will arrive in Florida retailers. On Tuesday, it will rely, uh arrive in the other areas across the country that are TAA members. Uh, it'll be in about 80 retail shops nationwide, and we're hosting launch events throughout the year featuring the limited edition version, which I think we're smoking in the second hour of the show. Yes. The, the, uh, the TA 48 Celebration Maduro. Yes. So we'll talk about that then. Okay. Uh, but those are only going to be available at those events in limited quantities. Um, and those events, all 50 of these events, we were talking to some customers downstairs uh, about this. All 50 of the events that we'll be doing, we're not doing all 80 retail shops across the country just sure. because of time constraints. Um, 50 is a big number, though, because you're doing them all once a week. And, and I will be at each one of those wow. events. So, yeah, there's, there's at least one a week. Some, uh, and you came up with this idea. 
Yeah, yeah. You set yourself up for this. How does your wife feel about this? Well, fortunately, I'm fortunately not married. Yeah. Um, So uh, it was funny. We were sitting at the TAA during the convention, and Alito's son and I go to that uh, go to that event, and uh, Tony's sitting there next to me. And he, he has no idea what I'm about to do. Like, I'm not pitching this. I hadn't drank for four days because I'm, I'm, he's like, what are you doing? He's like, I go, I got a really important day. I got to pitch this plan. And uh, I go, just you take the orders. I go, I will pitch to everyone what this event program is. And, uh, and it's like a five-minute spiel. So all day for six hours or eight hours, whatever, how long the, the, the convention lasts that day, I pitched this. And Tony goes, you're crazy. He goes, not only are you crazy, he goes, pitching this. He goes, every five minutes, you pitch this to someone. He goes, then he goes, once you book these things, he goes, you've got to go out and do them. Like, he goes, that's 50 weeks worth of, worth of events, that's essentially. Crazy. So, yeah, it's we're, a whole year. That's yeah, it. we're running them from, uh, they started now. This was the official launch, and we'll be running them until uh, the TAA 49 next year in Cabo San Lucas. Uh, so my last event uh, will be in the end of February, early March, featuring these products. So we'll be doing these throughout the year. And uh, coast to coast, so we're going everywhere. And not only do you uh, at your event, and you you you, uh, gracefully did it with us first, though we we sat through it. But it's a pitch, uh, so other manufacturers hear it out there. Not just a pitch for the Fleur de Vinicana and the TAA, but for the TAA. I mean, the the, the main focus of this is yeah, uh, we do want to promote our brand. Uh, but this is truly a partnership. You know, we discuss at these meetings these partnerships, and you know, you're a member of the TAA, and this is a TAA member partner, uh, and these different classifications. So we sat there for a few years, and I go, you know, there's a, there was a gap. Uh, most of the people that we speak to have no idea what the letters TAA stand for. Um, and once we go to this event, and it turned out to be sometimes, you know, it's kind of a vacation. It's a trip. It's fun. You talk about business, but where do we go after that when we come back? to the United States, where, which TAA represents those, uh, those tobacconists, there was, there was a gap of what does TAA mean. So you have a lot of online uh, forums, blogs, I know, that promote these types of things, and there's a lot of people in the niche market that know TAA, collect them, smoke them, but the general consumer has no idea why it's unique that these people uh, and these retailers across the country are members of this group. So this whole event and this whole cigar is based around not just promoting us, but promoting everyone who's in the TAA. Yeah. We talk about other brands that are involved in it. We talk about other retailers that are involved. We talk about the history of tobacco. There's a small seminar uh, that we go through, a little fun uh, event seminar uh, that, that discusses why that's special and why that's unique. And it brings excitement uh, to TAA across the country for the whole year. So it provides us a way uh, to connect what we do each year at the convention to the retail store and then connect that with consumers to bring more awareness to what uh, the TAA is. Barry brought up a good point uh, in the last segment, which was, you know, the, with FDA compliance and not giving out samples and things like that, TAA is always, it's a Tobacconist Association of America. It's the weirdest thing. All their conventions every year is not in America. It's the Tobacco Association of America, never in America. Then you got the International Premium Cigar and Pipe Retailers, which is international. It's only in America, always. But maybe they all go out of the United States now. Well, I know a big thing we'd been talking about, and you and I had spent some time discussing this. Every year we say, why is this not in America? Why is this not in America? And we'd sit and look like, well, this would be a great spot. This would be a great location. I can guarantee you right now that TAA will never be in America That's right. And there Um, you go. Yeah. So as as you hit us, we have to hit you back a little bit too. And not that they, uh, they never are anyway, but they never will be. 
you know, because we need our freedoms. We need the freedom to be able to sample and things. Therefore, we need to go for freedom. It used to be you go to the United States of freedom. That was the old days. But now you leave the United States of freedom. Crazy. You see countries, co- big companies, leaving the United States because taxation is so bad, so they're leaving for their freedom. They take too much away from them, so let me go somewhere else. And there's lots of places to go there is. because the world is big. So we're going elsewhere. So it's, it's a political season. People mm. are talking about this, but this is happening. The so companies, it's, it's no longer the land of the free. It's the land of rules and regulations. Right. I don't find it. Um, I'm very into politics, and I, I, I probably discuss them more than I should in You absolutely stores, do. Um, which is fine, because yeah. most of the time you're, you're with like-minded people. Sure. And, and even I find in cigar environments, people who have the opposite views – are actually open to discussing with you because just reality, they're sitting down, sitting down, smoking a cigar. They're going to be there for an hour and a half. Even if they disagree with me, we have an educated conversation with each other because what are you going to do for an hour? And maybe Fight we learn something and they, and they end up learning something of it because you're talking about regulations. We're, we're a country of $10 trillion, $11 trillion in debt. You know it's $4 trillion just to, for regulations, the cost of regulations in this country is almost half of it. Mm-hmm. Crazy. So if you if you stop this regulation crap and let people do what they they do, Amen. which they're doing anyway, yep. half of it goes. There goes away. your deficit. You're right. <laughs> well, and, and everything would would balance itself out because the judicial branch would be responsible for the lawsuits if somebody did something that was irresponsible. So put so a cancer causing agent in their food, for example. Here's the here's the coincidence though. It's not a coincidence to me that you have a you have a big race going on for like regime change, you know. Yeah. Um, and at the same time, there's tons of new regulations coming out. We're not the only industry that's got these great sure. new regulations coming out. Uh, the restaurant National Restaurant Association is meeting this week in Chicago, and I'm actually going to be there tomorrow for one of their functions. And wow. they they tomorrow have going to they face they're facing crazy regulations too. Now they're a huge industry and they have the money to fight back, but. All of these things are going on when there's about to be a regime change. It's, everything's getting rushed through. Every, sure. tr- everything's trying to get at their agenda in while they still have power. And you mentioned the judicial branch. The judicial branch is supposed to interpret the law. What they've been doing for the last eight to ten years has been making, making the law. That's what this House and Senate are supposed to do. Right. That's what the, that branch is supposed to do. And we're in an environment where the Supreme Court has yeah. been saving industry's rear ends left and right for eight to ten years and that's not their job their job is to not be making laws their job is to be interpreting them when you have the judicial branch in in any country specifically our democracy making the laws and determining what's going on that is a very very scary thing because that means the other parts of the three branches aren't doing what they're supposed to be doing and that's exactly what's going on right now so to discuss the fda thing real quick we're at the mercy of the judicial branch right now. That is our best friend. There are two things that are really important. The, how the judicial <coughs> branch is going to react to the lawsuits that come out. The House and Senate, the, this is my personal opinion, the House and Senate aren't going to do anything. They haven't done anything for 10 years. Right. Why would they start doing it now? Why should things change? So we need the judicial branch on our side. So that could be our saving grace. And the second thing is a potential change in administration would, would have a, could have a potential positive impact. But the judicial branch right now is, uh, is what we need and what our support needs to come from. If that does anything. Uh, wish, wishful, hopeful thinking is, is what you're doing, and I guess it's the better way to do it. I'm the, I'm the glass, glass is half, half empty, empty for sure. Um, I think the, the glass is empty. Maybe oh, there's a, a little moisture on the top. You're killing me, man. I'm but, just telling you how I feel. I you're think killing me. A, 
But it's a reality. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I, I've discussed this quite a bit, and I'm not trying to call people out, and I won't call anybody out by name. Uh, but there's people who are now are up in arms about what happened. Finally. This, oh, we need to do something. We need to fight. Dave, not because I'm on your radio show or sitting in your yeah. store, this is what you've been doing for 10 years yeah, and absolutely. what the, the top people yeah. out there have been doing for 10 years. We wanted, you were at angry 10 years ago, and you've been that angry for 10 years. They don't realize that that's what they needed to be doing then, and right. now they're angry, and I, I tell after them. It, after it happened. It's happened. This is what's going down. These are regulations. How are these going to be laid out? Read it. You'll find out how right. they're going to be laid out. It's vague. Exactly. Yeah. That's bad. That's bad. But this ruled. The ruling happened. The final rule happened. And now you're mad about it. You should have done something about it five years ago. Yeah. This anger you have now should have happened ten years ago, five years ago. And you know what? Shame on you yeah. for not being prepared. The time to fight was then. You know, when's the time to plant a tree? It was 20 years ago. So you could have firewood or shade or whatever you want. You know, and now you want to come after it's over. And do the, the house burned down. You want to buy the insurance now? It's too late. It's you should have bought the insurance before the house burned down. And right. is there a possibility of some magic end up happening? I suppose. I suppose, and, and I wish I could be that type of person that say, oh, my God, and may, listen, if it happens, you're all going to say to me, see, something ended up happening, fantastic, great. I, believe me, I'll be the happiest guy in the world if it ends up happening. And let me tell you that, Dave, you're in the cigar business. Of course, it means more to you and everything. Just so you know, I'm good. I'm going to sell cigars after this is over. I have old private label brands that, that continue on and stuff. The thing is, so, and, and La Fleur Dominicana is going to be good. Another company that cares, and you know what? They're going to be actually in good shape also. But Lido was crying for our friends. Our friends Correct. that we know for nine years. That this is it. We know their, their wife and we know their kids. And it's over. Why should it be over? This is the, his competition, and it's over for them. And you've got to feel for them. Why do I feel like this violates the Small Business Act? It does. It violates a lot of different things. But now <clears> we <throat> have to take the government out of it because it's the FDA has control of what it is, and they're doing it for the health of everybody out there. And, and it, it's very – listen, the regular person out there is going to say, well, I don't care because it is for the health of, of everybody. But they have no information. They have no facts. They have no nothing. And that's okay, too, because they can exclude the science of this also, and they have. It, it's bogus science. If you've watched um, if you watch Fox News at all, there's a gentleman, Greg Gutfeld, that has the Greg Gutfeld yep. show, and he's on the five. I don't know. A lot of people haven't seen this, but he has this uh, younger lady that's on one of the shows. Remember, her name's Catherine Timpf, and she's an avid e-cigarette smoker. And I hate to bring this into this, but we are classified as we're other tobacco them. products. Now we're brothers. So she's a big e-cigarette smoker. Greg Gutfeld has spoken out for the last two weeks on these shows about these FDA regulations, okay. which is really, really unique, uh, taking a stance on something like that, and he's livid because it's based on bogus science. Right. They're basing the science off of what the science that's happened with cigarettes. They test them the same way. They're going to test these things the same way, and they discuss these e-cigarettes, and they give you this statistic, and we talked about this on Thursday, and I think we poured it on really really hard yeah. because I watched the people walk out depressed. Yeah, I know. But I was sad. like, <laughs> I, you know, on a, on a sales side, I'm like, we just talked these people. They're, they're depressed right now. The yeah. wallet, the checkbook's closed. However, it was the right thing we needed yeah, it to was. do. It needed to be done and people needed to know it. It wasn't pouring it on thick. We were just giving them the, the actual factual information. Just the facts, Jack. So Greg Gutfeld went on and said, this is based off of bogus science. There's nicotine in this. 
This can have the same effects as smoking, cigarettes, blah, 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 blah. And all this random stuff that the FDA is saying in, these, uh, in this final rule. And he says the one thing they leave out is they don't tell you in relation to what. They say it has the same thing, but it's 250 times less than what you would get from smoking. Right. It's 250 times less that you would get from this. There's no mm. secondhand smoke because it's water vapor right. with flavoring added. We do have the right to know what that flavor is. However... To have a figure as him out discussing these FDA regulations who has nothing to do with our business just because one of his friends does. He goes out and researches it. It's fascinating. So I encourage you, if you haven't watched that, to watch it. He eviscerates them. Good. Yeah. And he's not backing down. He's talked about it every week. And he doesn't the use the product weeks. himself, but he just knows he somebody does. He knows somebody does. He knows somebody does. And he, says, he discusses exactly what we said about this is personal freedoms and attacking my decision as an adult to make my decisions. It's, it's really, really well done. It's great to listen to, and um, it's nice to have it on an actual national stage from sure. someone. Um, because be it's pretty it quiet out there. You're mm-hmm. not hearing anything. I understand that CNN, um, the Hispanic CNN or something, is mm-hmm. going to jump into this now because they're trying to, uh, getting to understand what's going on for, for the future of what's going to happen. One slide Lido ended up showing I thought was very, very interesting is the Nicorette gum slide. Oh. So he goes into the supermarket, he takes a picture of a Nicorette gum pack, and here's the warning of what the cigarette, the cigar is going to be. 30% of the, of the front panel, the top of the box, is going to have this warning label on it, and 30% of the front of the uh, another, uh, whatever the two most used, depending on the box, uh, seen panels are going to be that. Then he showed the Nicorette gum. And the Nicorette gum is a nicotine chemical, over-the-counter, any age. You can go in there and buy this poison. It's nicotine. There is no warning, and then he, under small letters, he looked at it, and it may contain, may contain. But ours is, you're going to blow up and die. And theirs is, may, very, very small, you can't even see it, it's in that, in that, eight-point font in the back of the thing that I certainly can't read at all. And, the, and there it is that very, very subtly may. And one, cigars, has very little nicotine. Right. And the other is nothing but nicotine. The warning label on the box, which is one of the six proposed warning labels that we're going to have to put on there, it says word for word, this product, cigars contain nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. On the back of the Nicorette gum, the nicotine, where they describe it, it's in there, is described in the directions of how it helps you quit smoking. Yes. This product contains nicotine, wow. which can aid in quitting smoking on the back of it. So I had a friend that went to the hospital several months back. Uh, he had a stroke, and they asked him if he was a smoker, and he says, no, I smoke cigars. And they said, well, we're going to give you a nicotine patch. So in the hospital, they're getting them a giving them addictive chemicals that I have to put on a warning label on my cigars, but then on this other side, it's being utilized as a positive thing. So where are we at? And that's what it breaks down to. The misinformation, (coughs) the propaganda that's delivered on both sides, and it's it's a magic show. It's it's smoke and mirrors Ah. is what it is. And and it's it's shameful. It's embarrassing. And the FDA uh, is a master of smoke and mirrors. And it said, you don't realize the final act until a final rule goes down yeah. and what the trick actually was. I want to know if I know gonna, what the trick is. I want to know if they're going to put the warning label on eggplant. Right. Because eggplant has as much nicotine in it as a cigarette. Yeah. 
And cigars have less nicotine than cigarettes. Yeah. They, so why do cigars get the warning label and eggplants don't? Yeah, and, and it's all derived naturally. But what is the end game is the question. What is the end game? Are they trying to make everybody healthy? Is that the idea? Don't smoke a cigar because you're healthy? Because I honestly believe, I truly believe, and I still believe that smoking a cigar or two a day relaxes you when you live longer. Because there's, because there's actually scientific mm-hmm. proof that says that. Okay? So that's what I believe. I, you know, we, again, back to his slides, he shows pictures of Avo Yavazian, of uh, Jorge Padron, um, Ju, um, Jose Padron, 90-year-old people, um, Newman. Car- Carlos Fuente, Carlos Fuente. In, in his late 80s, early 90s, these are people runs that, a factory. Yeah, these are people that don't smoke a cigar or two a day. I've been with these gentlemen. They nonstop smoke cigars their whole life, 70 years of chain-smoking cigars. And they're fine. They, they're 80-year-old people that go to work every day. They're 90-year-old people that go to work every single day. So this is still happening out there. And here's, here's the proof, the living proof yep. of what the people that inside this industry. Look at this industry. It's very, very odd that we have 90-year-old people that actually work in this industry. There's not 90-year-old people working in a lot of industries. This one is loaded with them. Certainly not the cigarette industry. Yeah. Right. And this is the way it is. So what is the end game? The end game is as we start digging in, and now we're in, it's user fees. They are going to make millions and millions and millions of dollars for themselves because they say it's going to take 5,000 hours to go through, 50,000 hours to go through this process, and we have to pay for it, whatever they get paid to do it. So we have user fees built in so that they can continue to have their jobs and have a reason to be. So... This is what the end game Follow is. The Follow the money. Follow the money. Follow the money. Hey, I got a flavor. Barbecue wasabi peas. Those, those peas with the stuff on them? Yeah. And I, I have a better flavor. Barbecue. I can see that. Hickory this is too. This is to just prove that it's going to be crickets after this, and this is going to be the mic. No, because this you're, is the, mic. you're the star of the show over here. You're, you're the one true Mr. Jonathan about around to drop, here. I'm about to drop the mic on you so and, hard. And no one is half the battle. <laughs> this has a really distinct flavor profile, especially today. It's a it's a special flavor that just knocks the sour taste of the FDA straight out of your mouth, and it's called Freedom. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> For the next 75 days. I see that. Tastes, tastes like Freedom. Yes. I got excited about that. I just got excited saying that. Like my heart rate increased. It was beautiful. I, I can see that. <laughs> it tastes like Freedom. Yeah. And barbecue wasabi peas. In Hickory. Yeah. It, it, um, so this is really a one-and-done product here? Yeah. The TAA 48 um, is our sixth TAA release. It's the second in the series with the, as, we, uh, as you discussed earlier, uh, the second in the series with the naming of the actual uh, year and meeting of the TAA. Uh, we're planning to do TAA 49 next year, and we're planning on doing TAA 50 the year after that. Um, Depending on what the FDA says, I can and can't do. Even if they say I can't, I have ways that we will uh, that we will be able to try to make this available. Um, but uh, this is one and done. So uh, with the current regulations that are that are in there, uh, this would be essentially one of the last years that we'll be able to do this. Um, and this will be a, a limited item just for this year until next year's TAA based off of the program. So we'll see where we're at at that time. I have some things in the works uh, to potentially. Uh, push some of the production on maybe the 49th and 50th, something we have to discuss internally, uh, maybe to, to transition something uh, where we could actually have that out before that date. Uh, but uh, that's up in the air. 
because uh, we have other projects and other Everyone, programs that we're doing too. Everyone's so. running around trying yep. to figure it out. So y'all running around. Where are you going next? Uh, I will be uh, after th- today. I will be in Chicago tomorrow. Uh, I'm flying out to Chicago. Got a national uh, national restaurant association. Uh, meeting that I'm uh, that my family's involved in that I go out and uh, talk about cigars with some of the the big hitters okay out there so I'll be out in Chicago tomorrow and Monday uh, working across Ohio uh, into Detroit where is the next event for this uh, the next event for this will be in Houston Texas at Serious Cigars Serious Cigars Houston Texas so all our friends in Texas which city are they in they're in Houston Houston Houston, Houston. so we'll be in Houston the first week of June doing okay. that event um, and then we're taking ourselves to uh, I have absolutely no idea where it is after that. I'm okay. two weeks out right now. <laughs> That's it. you got 50 of them, but you yeah. know at least the next one is Houston Tech. What day? Uh, we're doing that Thursday, June uh, 3rd, I believe. Okay. Thursday, right. June 3rd. Sorry to throw a loop on you. I was just getting some advertising for you so that some of our listeners in that area can uh, at least find you over there. Th- Thursday, June 2nd. Thursday, Thursday June, June 2nd. 2nd. Houston, Texas at Serious Cigars. So you're going to stick around with us or are you going to jump? Absolutely. Yeah? I'll be up here. Okay. We're in for the duration. Okay. So we're going to take a break and when we come back, we're going to light up the Maduro version of La Flor Dominicana 2016. As limited as this is, the Maduro one you had to actually be at the event to be able to get it. So we're at the event, so why not light this one up? I'll tell you why not when we come back. But it's uh, 78 days and counting till uh, the cigarpocalypse happens and FDA uh, slams us down. Right now you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Radio Network. And if you've learned nothing else in this last hour and you happen to be smoking your La Florida Minicana 2016 TAA Natural, Always remember to keep the lid end out of your mouth. I finally found a cigar magazine that I like. No, no, love. It's called Cigar Journal. What's so great about Cigar Journal is that it's all about cigars and none of the nonsense that you see in other magazines. It has stories, reviews, and the latest news about premium cigars. You're going to be impressed. Cigar Journal has beautiful images, great editorials, and it's strictly for the cigar enthusiast or, get this, passionado. Cigar Journal covers cigars in the U.S. and around the world and is printed right here in the USA. Cigar Journal, available at your local cigar retailer and on the web at www.cigarjournal.co. That's cigarjournal.co. Savor this moment, the sparks of conversation, the anticipation of that first draw. Savor the story shared over a cigar like this. A cigar that makes this moment classic. The Avo Classic. Savor a composition of handcrafted Dominican leaf, graced with notes of 25-year-old tobacco. Richly complex, yet remarkably smooth. Savor a harmony of creamy, balanced flavors. A duet of two cigar virtuosos. Jazz and cigar legend Avo Uvesian and master blender Hendrik Kellner. A cigar meant to be shared with friends old and new. The Avo Classic. Savor every note. Visit your local tobacconist or see the complete Avo line at avo.com. Founded in 1989 by Mariana and Nestor Miranda. 
Miami Cigar and Company proudly celebrates their 25th anniversary with the release of their flagship brand, the Nestor Miranda Collection. Made in Esteli, Nicaragua by Don Pepin Garcia, the collection is available in three distinct wrappers aimed to please even the toughest critic. Nestor Miranda Collection. You only get one life. How will you live yours? In 2013, Boutique Blend Cigars released Aging Room Quattro, which was the number one cigar in the USA that year, according to Cigar Aficionado. Now, Rafael Nodel, the man behind the Aging Room Small Batches, has released La Boheme. La Boheme is a line that unites Rafael's three most important passions in life, music, Cuba, and cigars. But perhaps the most unique part of creating La Boheme is the way in which Raphael blended this masterpiece. As a Cuban immigrant who came to the USA in a little boat when he was only 15 years old, Raphael had many memories of his native Cuba, but none as strong as the aroma of the Cuban cigars his grandfather used to smoke every day in that little park next to his house. Raphael blended countless combinations of different tobaccos and had other people smoke them, he would sit back and savor the aromas until one particular blend finally matched his memories. The same aroma of those Cuban cigars his grandfather smoked. La Boheme, a Dominican cigar with a Cuban soul. This the crowd is standing on his feet here at Augusta. Is the Cigar Authority. Where are your badges? The Authority. We ain't got no badges. On everything cigar. I don't have to show you any stinking badges. With your host. Ho, ho, slow down there, speed racer. David Garofalo. Put that coffee down. Coffee's for closers only. Mr. Jonathan. You want me on that wall. You need me on that wall. Barry Stump. That guy in a little coat. That guy in a little coat. Don't. <laughs> and Chuck. Morrison. I went to Magic Camp. I'm an accomplished ventriloquist. Oh, I am a seventh degree imperial yo-yo master. <gasps> it's time to light them up. We use words like honor, code, loyalty. It's time. I would rather you just said thank you. For the Cigar Authority. Yeah! And we are back with our number two, broadcasting live from the La Flor Dominicana Cigar Studios. And today at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. And the cigar industry, as you know, it is about to change in a big way. What is the best cigar of the year? We have our choice here on Cigar Journal magazine that gives the smoker, the cigar smoker themselves, the right to vote. And we're going to talk about that, but this may be their last time. Welcome back, everybody, to The Cigar Authority. And you're listening to The Cigar Authority, the only radio show in the U.S. and, yes, the world, that is always broadcast on location. And we are the only show that doesn't just allow smoking. We insist, we demand that you light up along with us. You tune in at thecigarauthority.com where you can watch us live or catch the podcast on demand at any time. Simply find us on iTunes, YouTube, Google Play, or podbean.com where you can set it and forget it. Dave, his yes. eyes on the camera the whole time, no reading. He's got it. He's got it. Six years. Finally. That's the magic number. Woo! Six years. No, it's really been like a year and a half. The thing changed <laughs> a, lo- a bunch of times. And it may change in the future. It, will probably... we have to say live from the La Flor Dominicana? Surgeon General warning. If you're, <laughs> but, you know, will I have to say things like that? Yes. No, it, we joke around and laugh about it, but that, like, of course, like maybe uh, it's vague. It could be. It absolutely could be. And there's nothing saying that it can't be. Right. Nothing says that's not the way it's going to be. 
Oh, my God. Charlie Pataris in the chat room just put up an awesome quote from Thomas Jefferson. And it says, I prefer dangerous freedom over peaceful slavery. There we go. And he must be turning over in his grave right now. All the forefathers are. Oh, yeah. They all are. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So uh, this is the TAA 48. This is the natural. It's the darkest natural I ever saw. This is a... It's San Andreas natural wrapper. So the industry has caused this rush of uh, San Andreas tobacco over the last five, ten years or so I've been purchasing. And San Andreas tobacco has been mistaken as Maduro forever. Yes. Um, simply because San Andreas is, tends to be just a darker tobacco leaf because High of the environment content. it grows in. Yep. Absolutely. So it's a darker leaf. And when you age and ferment it at any amount, it's dark anyway, so it gets darker. Maduro is truly an aging and fermentation process. Um, so it takes years to get sure. it to, to where you'd want to have Maduro. Uh, it's a, a side effect, and it's called Maduro, of the aging and fermentation process is that it gets darker. Um, so that's why San Andreas has been mistaken as Maduro for so many years is because it's inherently dark. But you can age it longer, and it'll become darker, and it'll go through the Maduro process uh, through the aging and fermentation. But this is truly natural because that wrapper's aged for about two years. Our Maduro traditionally takes two and a half to three and a half years, and you would ferment it at a higher temperature. So this is fermented sure. at a lower temperature, uh, so it doesn't well, actually go through that process. Razor-shop burn. It, it, it seems really very, good. very aged yep. tobacco. It's very, very good. Although I started off medium, I'm going to tell you it's medium to full. Yeah, 100%. It's my feeling. I feel it. Mr. Jonathan's tapping out. Yeah, I'm out. Tapping <laughs> out. <laughs> put it down. And I'm the weakest link here of strength, but... Uh, I think it's mild. I had a big <laughs> breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like medium, medium plus. It's medium plus. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, med- I'm medium plus on this one. Sure. Yeah. Um, but nice, well done, um, and a... Um, Truly um, limited type product. Everything's going to be limited. And I wonder if you mentioned San Andreas. San Andreas <coughs> came out about seven years ago. Nobody was growing San Andreas tobacco. There was Mexican tobacco, but not San Andreas. Do we start smoking Mexican tobacco again as opposed to San Andreas? Because you can't. Maybe you can't even use the words. You can't say it. Isn't it about cigar brands that the FDA is all about? It, Not the does blend. It, does it have? No, blending is a big, big part. Come on, of it. Yes. yeah, huge part. Oh, huge. come on, yes. But it, you, all you did was change the name of it to make it sexier. It's the same exact yeah. tobacco. You can't change packaging. You have to go through FDA approval. If come you on, the packaging. The, you, if if I get too natural and too Maduro when I make a packet up, now I've actually manufactured. What the hell were oh, they yeah. smoking when they... Oh, my yeah. God. No more sampler packs. Yep. Wow. Yes. That is ludicrous. The, the major end of this first final rule, oh. by, uh, which I say first final rule, there will be other final oh, rules. It's just the beginning. I, I can't buy this. Time <laughs> it, it, it's, it's all... The first, the first rules are all on how oh. it's made. It, it really is about how it's made, what's in it. It's, it's really on a manufacturing level right off. Yes. Uh, the retailers in this, very fortunately came out of it somewhat clean. However, the second final rule will come after what you're doing for business and how you're selling it. Um, so the first factor is, it's, is all about what it's goes into it. What's in it? How is it made? What is this different kind of tobacco? And there's all these crazy well, things. I mean, the, the ingredients in this, this t- cigar, if you want the ingredients, it's one, tobacco. That's yeah. it. That's the ingredient. When we had you on last, we kind of talked about the, the potential lifting of the embargo with Cuba. And kind of, you know, would you introduce... Cuban seeds or Cuban tobacco with blends? And the answer was, yeah. But now it sounds like 
Absolutely that's not, not even a possibility. Not a possibility. So why even lift the friggin' thing? It, it's not going to happen because they can't get their cigars in nope. because they weren't marketed in 2007. So that's over with. That's done. However, Cuban cigars were legal in the United States at one point in time, and that date was prior to 2007, correct? It was, but it has to be marketed, continuously marketed, on February 15th, 2007. Hang on. Yeah. Websites. You've been ah. able to buy Cuban cigars illegally ah. on websites that you could access from the United States, so there could be a loophole. A loophole. I never thought of that. 20% of Cuban production is assumed to come to the United States anyways. And, and so, you couldn't so legally, Because though. it was illegally done, it yeah. was okay. So, therefore, <laughs> geez, heroin. You could always buy heroin. That, <laughs> that, that makes a date, too. And but, but we could smoking crack. Stop being ridiculous. We're smoking Absolutely. crack. It's good. Yeah. But we couldn't make new blends with Cuban tobacco if we wanted to. Now, I, we at LaFleur don't want to do that regardless. We feel like our tobacco is superior. Well, you um, use your own tobacco. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So, but we wouldn't. We don't really. That was never in the plans for us. But that was definitely in the plans for a lot of manufacturers uh, to start using Cuban tobacco. Would be a huge marketing, uh, oh, marketing yeah. advantage. Huge. You know what? A manufa- a leaf grower could put a manufacturer out of business because if they don't, we're going to raise our price to you. Well, I don't want to buy the tobacco from you. Well, I'm the only one that has this exact tobacco. <sighs> therefore. Wow. You're out of business if you don't buy from me. Wow. You know, there's lots of things that can end up. A monopoly is going to be created. There's no doubt about it. And you know what the FDA is supposed to do? Not let monopolies be created, but they are creating it. This is actually being done on purpose to create monopolies. So that's it. I'm putting this cigar down. Let's Same go. FDA, by the way, that, that deemed Frosted Flakes healthier you think, than an avocado. It's true. You, true. <coughs> and the same company that made Diamond Nuts take off their packaging that uh, nuts are heart healthy. Yes. And, and, uh, and it is true, though, right? Mr. Jonathan is pushing aside the Maduro. I came packing, <laughs> and uh, I know, I know, I know you, Dave. So I, I brought you one too. I got us uh, an LFD Suave. What should we do? What should Whoa. I do? Is I, it is it insulting if I? We, no. We've been smoking it's these for show, three Dave. days nonstop. The Suave is a great cigar. <laughs> do it. And, you know, I'm going to do it. Do it. Do you, are you insulted if I do that? I, I, I'm not insulted. I'm not insulted. It's, it's a La Florida Dominicana Suave. I'm not insulted. Let the record stand that you've only now still only had one Maduro, Maduro. I have tried it. It was very good, but I'm going to tell you, I got halfway through and I was tapping out. Go with the Suave. With all due respect, you are both slang words for a cat. Here we go. <laughs> I'll take that. Yeah, I won't let that. Uh, I, I will. I will enjoy the suave as I would struggle yeah. through the TAA forty-eight Maduro. I can get through the natural as a medium plus, but this is full-bodied all the way. So we got the TAA forty-eight Celebration maduro which is a limited edition version within a limited edition yes this is as limited as it's going to get that are only available at the taa celebration events that we discussed and we will be announcing uh, all of those dates within the next few weeks we're just finalizing a few so there'll be a event poster that has all those listed if you're looking at trying to, to get this cigar out there at these events um, but there are only the limited edition version comes in 10 count box uh, maduro wrapper on it. it's connecticut broadleaf so it's not the san andreas and it's, it looks very similar to the San Andreas. I know we were discussing this on Thursday and Friday. And we're sitting there and go, this looks almost exactly the same. It doesn't taste the same. And I go, it's Connecticut Broadleaf. And uh, it's very dark, as is the natural. Yes. And then we lit it up Thursday night. And the second we took a puff off it, it was, this is That was your first time, too? The first time I okay. smoked it. And I go, this is absolutely Connecticut Broadleaf. And it's completely different. Yes. 
Uh, is this like a double hero version of it? Do you know about the guts and the inside? This is the uh, so the TA forty eight is San Andreas wrapper, Cameroon binder, Dominican filler. The TA forty eight Celebration Limited Edition is Connecticut Broadleaf, Cameroon binder, and Dominican filler. So it's the same innards with a different wrap. Oh, and that little that little difference goes a long way. It's huge, and uh, you know, I, I was just thinking one thing that I think I'm going to do uh, and add to the events that we have and add to the seminars is smoking both of these cigars at the same time, yeah. side by side, or have somebody work through the natural and smoke half of it. And once we're halfway through. Now, light up the Maduro. You said it looked close. Uh, try yeah, it go. and see the difference because it's, it's noticeable. Yes, it is. All right, let's give it a cut and light. The official cutting is brought to you by our friends at Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand. While all other cigar brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellence. I peeked down a little and cheated, but I tried to do it without looking. Yeah, that's the way to do it. How many people that listen to this show do you think uh, realize how close that Mr. Jonathan puts the cutter to his face and hopes that he actually cuts himself? Yes. <laughs> I think about it every time it's I do it. It's going to be a large I'm amount like, of the listeners, right? It's pretty, pretty close This will be the time. I'm pretty this sure Bo wishes that. So the, the cigar we're smoking, uh, Mr. Jonathan Carney, the Suave, we looked at, uh, we made this the Cigar of the Year. What year was that? We looked at 1997. 1997. The, it was called the Premium Line at the time, and it was the Alcalde, which was the first cigar that Lido ever made. Wow. In that shape. I think it's a 46 by 7, or 6 and 3 quarters. Uh, we actually, it's been discontinued now. However, I guarantee you that that will be making a comeback uh, before August 8th, I'm sure. Well, it, 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 you changed the name before you needed FDA approval to do so, does that have any bearing on its viability in the marketplace? I'm not sure where we lie on that, but there's, the cigar's been out since 1994. Oh, yeah. uh, we, it's been marketed as Suave uh, for the last three and a half years. It was light for about a month. Which is illegal. Which was illegal, and that's why we changed it, because we knew it was going to be illegal. Yeah. Um, so it, it could still be called Premium Line. It's been marketed as Premium Line. It's been marketed as Suave. Um, it can be marketed as just La Florida Minicana if it has to be. So uh, th- there's a lot of interesting things that, that we still have to figure out with some of the older lines that may have changed. Uh, but uh, that, that cigar is going to be safe. And, uh, you know, with the mild market being a huge part of the market, uh, it's, about, you know, it's the majority of what's out there for cigar smoking. Can't say mild either. Can't say that word, but that cigar will fill in the, that gap of that, uh, of that area, hopefully. So you know what? I, I just got got done with the natural of the the forty eight and medium plus, and I'm smoking this, and it is mild and lighter. That's what it is. Mm. What is the problem with saying those words? What's the real negative thing? Are they saying like a light beer? You can't say you can say light beer, which right. is alcohol. Why can't you say I a think light? It goes, I think it goes to the cigarette industry where. Cigarettes branded as light, Marlboro Lights, has this perception of being less dangerous when the reality is they're not. So, Can we call it – it doesn't say we can call it – what if we called this the La Florida Dominicana less dangerous? <laughs> I think you'd be safe, except you'd have to you'd get F- okay. FDA approval. But that's not the implication of the it. word. I get what you're saying right. 100%. You're just saying it's It's lighter light. in – Power and strength. Can I, uh, can I possibly just pay a bill real quick? Go ahead. All right. <laughs> We're going to be lighting, or most of us have already lit our cigar. Yes, we did. Using the Vertigo Cyclone 2, featuring both the big-ass tank and the big-ass adjustment wheel, both patented. Neither triple are, jets. Not patented. Neither of them are. And we go to this. 
doesn't require FDA approval to what is use. What that, $29.99? This is $14.99 for the Vertigo Cyclone 2. It's my go-to. Value. I will be uh, traveling tomorrow on a plane, and I'll be carrying Can you announce over. where you're going? The region? The state? I'm going to Florida. Because it's warm there, Charlie. Yeah. But I'm just going for 48 hours. In and out. Take care of business. In and out. And um, I will be carrying not only the lighter, but I will be carrying the fluid Dominicana suaves because this is my wheelhouse. Yeah. yeah. This is where I'm most comfortable and most enjoying of it. Not to take anything away from the others. I smoke lots of different cigars. <coughs> but Cigar of the Year, this is one that held its, a lot of Cigar of the Years, after a while they changed up or whatever. It wasn't what it was before. This was a cigar during the cigar boom. That was a standout, standout cigar. And I brought that to the trophy. If, if you're on my Facebook page, you'll see me giving the trophy to Inez and Lido at the Big Smoke in Boston. That's how far that goes back. And the bus driver for the Big Smoke in Boston, we, hired, we got a bus, and everybody came to the store, and we put everybody in the bus, and we drove to Boston so that we were drinking and smoking, and then we get on the bus and come back. And the bus driver was um, Dwayne. Dwayne Morenzi. The Dwayne? Dwayne. Dwayne from He the, didn't work for Salem. me. He was the bus driver. Wow. Oh, that's, cool. that's, that's really cool. How do you like that? Oh, that's cool. He had uh, ash buckets, right, with, yes. filled with sand, with sand ready to go. Everything, everything was, was all set and up. And he was just a customer that came in that uh, was a bus driver, and he says, I can rent you a bus and blah, blah, blah. And I said, okay. And then a short time after that, he says, if you guys are ever hiring or something, I said, you're hired. You can start right now. Great employee. He's awesome. And that oh, was, awesome. I like Dwayne a lot. And that was 1997, and here it is 19 years later. If you like Dwayne a lot, you don't know him very well. <laughs> no, you got to. <laughs> you know what I like about Dwayne? What you see is what you get. 100%. 100%. No, absolutely. 100%. Absolutely. Which is Lafleur Dominicana. They make I know Dwayne listens. That's why I gave him that little jab. Yeah. yeah. So Cigar Journal uh, Magazine uh, puts the uh, cigar trophies out every year. Uh, the first cigar trophy was presented in 1998. Uh, for exceptional cigars in the cigar world. In 2013, they decided to not just um, have the Cigar of the Year, but actually to do the best brand and the best cigar and the best value and the best accessory. And they decided to have readers be the nominating. See how we do Cigar of the Year? We make a contenders for the Cigar of the Year. And we don't have a lot of people chiming in on that. We decide who the contenders are and... Ask them to help us make a final decision of it. Not with Cigar Journal. They actually let them tell us who the contenders are. Hmm. So what you do is you go on to their website and you actually fill in who the contenders you think are for the best cigar that came out. And uh, the, the um, contending thing has begun already. 2016 has begun and you can make your nominations for the best cigar of the year. You go to CigarTrophy.com. Cigar Trophy. Dot com. Voting phase um, will begin. You're going to put the nomination, but the voting uh, will be open on June 13th to 30 to actually pick the winners at that point. But right now is the phase of the contenders. Cool. So this week, um, we are May 17th to 21st. Today's the 21st. You, uh, is your last day to pick Honduran. So your best Honduran cigar, Nicaraguan, is May 22nd week. For best Nicaraguan, May 27th is Brazil, Costa Rica, Europe, Mexico, and USA brands together. And unfortunately, last week we, mess, we missed um, 
best Dominican cigars, but I got my best Dominican cigars uh, in there. Um, There's and a very good chance that we're smoking it right there now. There we go. And uh, best accessory. So um, uh, do that. Go on to uh, CigarTrophy.com and uh, let them know what you think. And it's very interesting. It should be very uh, consumer. I, it is, what is the awards show that is uh, People's Choice Awards, right? Yeah. Yep. Should be more important than what the uh, people for the Oscars or something would say. What does the average person yeah. think the best cigar? That's the most important, right? Mm. One way we end up doing it is we look at sales of people that bought a single then bought the box because their, their vote was actually out of their pocketbook. They didn't even know they were making a vote, but you did it. Yeah. If somebody buys a single cigar of the Suave today and then sits down and smokes it and gets up and says, give me a box in them, he just said a whole lot. He just made a serious vote at that point. Yeah. Well, Sean in our listening audience <coughs> after smoking the cigar just made a vote with his wallet. Yeah, he buys he a said, box. You know what? I need a, I need a box of these naturals. Yeah, they're good. I bought a box of the Maduros yesterday. You did yourself. Yeah. Yes. So you've said a lot right there. So uh, that's that. Right now, Barry, what's up in the cigar world? It's time for What's What's Up up? in the Cigar World, brought to you by Recluse Cigars. You want to know what's up? Recluse Cigars is what's up. Voted the 2015 Cigar of the Year is the Recluse Amadeus Reserva Habano. Every Recluse Cigar goes through eight, count them, eight fermentation cycles over the course of two full years. They are box-pressed and rolled end to bar for a perfect draw every time. If you haven't done it yet, be sure to try a Recluse Cigar today. Well, there were a few new arrivals this week. The latest from CLE is Shell, which means light-skinned, and Prieto, which means dark-skinned, both of which are slang words in the Spanish language. Apply them to cigars, and you have the new Connecticut Shade Shell, in the Connecticut Broadleaf Prieto, both of which were reviewed on the CigarAuthority.com this past week. For the first time in history, Davidoff Master Blenders have collaborated with six of the world's top chefs to create Davidoff's latest cigar creation, the Davidoff Chef's Edition. Measures at 6x54, and it features six different types of tobacco. Mm. And lastly, the cigars that we are smoking now are available at TAA retailers. The La Flor Dominicana TAA 48 is a 6x54 Box-pressed masterpiece. In industry news, which is a little light this week, the Moya Ruiz announced a launch of a cigar called Civil Disobedience in which a portion of sales will go to Cigar Rights of America as we try to fight the FDA regulations set to take place in 78 days. That's going to be important because what it comes down to now is money. We need money to pay lawyers. Money to pay lawyers. I don't think we need to sign petitions. I don't think do it. It doesn't hurt to do it. I want you to do it, hmm. but we need now. It's money. And then Flor de Selva, which to me is interesting because they've been marketed in Europe for twenty years. Yep, they've recently come into the U.S., but they've been actively marketed for twenty years. Has updated their packaging on their signature cigar. The items will debut at IPCPR in Las Vegas later this year, and we're starting to see some old brands make a comeback. This week, Altadis announced they're going to reintroduce Paul Araranga. Yeah. And uh, Dr. Gabby Caffey of Caffey Cigars has turned to coffee as he has introduced a new blend of Honduran coffee 
which part of the proceeds will go to the Cigar Rights of America. And that's What's Up in the Cigar World this week. What's Up in the Cigar World was brought to you by Recluse Cigars. The Recluse Amadeus Habano Reserva uses grade-A Ecuadorian Habano wrapper, a San Andreas binder, a Dominican Lajero Seco, and Pennsylvanian Broadleaf filler tobaccos, which create a blend we call the Cigar of the Year. Recluse Cigars is... What's up? I have a feeling cigar news is going to be light for the next oh, 78 I days. I didn't notice any trademarks. Everybody's no, no trademarks. Yeah, everybody's very, very busy right now mm-hmm. trying to see how they can survive. Uh, some people sw- switching over to coffee. Hopefully they don't go after caffeine. Uh, they won't. They won't because there's too much money behind that. You're picking on the, the little guys, which is us. You pick on the, the weak kids. So that, that's uh, what's happening there. Looking through our calendar next week, we're going to be in Two Guys Smoke Shop in Seabrook, New Hampshire. Uh, so come by there if you want to come by and see the show live. The following week, Fabian, the director of sales for Indian Head Cigar Sales, is coming down. Their new cigar, La Galleria, uh, will be smoking that. And uh, unfortunately, a brand new brand. So this is where the problem lies. Is this one and done or what's going to happen with them? What's their thought? They're, they're making the rounds around there. I don't know. Um, but the interesting thing, Barry, another thing I want to bring up uh, that you just said is um, Maya Silva, who's been out there for a long time, you could buy their cigars online overseas. Yes. So it's marketed in the U.S. True. Maybe they got some legs standing on that. Is there... Is something they can do? Just like you said with the Cuban cigars, there was a way to get them. They were illegal, but you could do it. My silvers weren't illegal, but they didn't directly market into the U.S., but they did because now everything is directly marketed. Absolutely. Well, they did market in the U.S. <coughs> because their advertisements are in Cigar Journal, which is sold, which in, is the, sold ah, in the U.S. Right? Cigar Journal, might, <laughs> their advertisers might be, oh, my God, you saved us, advertising on Cigar Journal. Really? So that's that. Right now, I know Mr. Jonathan is very giddy about some uh, some news he has in the uh, asylum. So yes, let's get let's get to it and take a peek into the asylum. They're coming to take me away, haha! They're coming to take me away, ho ho, hee hee, haha! To the funny farm where life is beautiful all the time, and I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white coats, and they're coming to take me away. It's time for news from the Insane Asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news stories that are too insane to be true, or are they? Brought to you by Asylum Cigars Take No Prisoners. Asylum Cigars are truly flavorful, medium-bodied Nicaraguan cigars with sizes ranging from 4x44 to the absolutely insane 8x80. That's right. That's Asylum. Thomas Manning of Halifax, Massachusetts, had his penis removed because of cancer, and this week received the first penis transplant in the United States at Massachusetts General Hospital in Boston. So get me, get me right here. He had, he had some skin cancer on his face and he had his penis removed. Why would he go through the bother of doing all that? Hoping to have 75% of its functionality when all is said and done, Thomas is very happy that his penis-deceased donor had checked the organ donor box when he renewed his driver's license. In just a few weeks, he is expected to be able to pass urine, and a few weeks after that, be able to perform sexual activity for the first time in a long time. Worldwide, only two other penis transplants have been reported. A failed one in China in 2006 and a successful one in South Africa in 2014. One was small, one was big. Did that have anything to do with it? In which the recipient (laughs) later fathered a child. 
The goal in the U.S. is to be able to help pelvically wounded veterans get the care they need in the future. This is a serious matter, so I will not go down the road that you all think and expect that I will. And I'm not saying it's easy to keep this story about the facts only. It's hard. So hard. But I think I'm capable of rising to the occasion as I come correct with the facts of this medical procedure. Thomas is a true hero who we will salute whether his flag is at full or half-staff in four short weeks. That's insane. That's asylum. You miss old Fat Freddy. I have a question. (laughs) You miss old Fat Freddy. You just can't do it. Can we let the commercial finish first? So my question is, since it belonged to another man, if he pleasures himself, does that change his sexuality? There we go. Is that gay? Listen, there were so many places <laughs> that I wanted to go with this. There was a lot of low-hanging fruit. And I had to go, I had Spe- to go highbrow. Oh I mean, the man is a pioneer in the United States. Speaking of the low-hanging fruit, was it just the penis or was it the whole package? I believe it was the entire package. The entire package. He lost his penis as a result of testicular cancer. Oh, which in and of itself, I noticed everyone just got very quiet right yeah, there when you can I said feel it. it. Yeah. Everybody feels it. Close to home. Yeah, we go. I'm just uncomfortable. There we go. <laughs> you got to upgrade, though, right? I mean, if you lose it, do you, do you go bigger? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you take, I think you take whatever you can get at that and he's moment, on, right? He's on anti-rejection medication for the rest of his life. Right. You know, the, the hope is at some point that they'll be able to uh, use stem cell research to be able to clone body parts which would mean you wouldn't be on anti-rejection medication. But because of the way that the whole process works, there's a, there's a joke going around on the Internet about how it is uh, more, it's better financially to uh, treat cancer than it is to cure cancer. And they've had the cure for years, yeah. but they choose not to use it because they can make all this money in treatment. So I buy that. If you can yeah, and, just and grow FDA, another penis. And the FDA is paying attention to cigars instead of yeah, uh, curing go. cancer? Really? It takes a lot of people out of the game or whatever. Speaking of the game, you guys are smoking the LFD uh, limited, super limited release or whatever you call it, celebration. TA48 limited edition celebration. You guys are big into adding the long, long names to your things. But anyway, in La Florida Dominicana, you go down to LFD just so it's complicated. (laughs) We shortened to LFD so we could add longer names. I can't put La Florida Minicana TAA 48 Celebration Limited Edition on a box. It just doesn't have enough space. You know what this cigar tastes like? The grill marks on a steak. Mm. 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 Uh, You know, in the the first one, I got a little bit of that. you left me hang out to dry. There we go. I don't know if I'm less comfortable with that transition right there or the asylum story. The really. All right, with all that, let's take a break. And when we come back, gentlemen, Chuck Morrison will do the opposite. He'll get debonair. We'll dig into the mailbag and a little classic three-way. We're live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in the La Flor Dominicana Cigar Studios. And you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Radio Network. a Davidoff cigar, you set aglow the richest tradition of cigar making in the world. You release craftsmanship achieved by our investment in that most precious of commodities, 
time. The time it takes to create a Davidoff cigar as it passes through 600 hands before it arrives in yours. The time it takes to age and mature the tobacco which fills a Davidoff cigar, sometimes as much as 10 years. The time it takes to hand pick, hand roll, and then carefully hand check each individual cigar before it is fit to wear the legendary Davidoff white band. In every second of enjoyment, there are decades of experience. In every way, it is time beautifully filled. Jose Dominguez, Jose Dominguez, Jose, Jose, Jose Dominguez. What the hell are you doing? I'm writing a commercial for Jose Dominguez. Well, what you should be doing is talking about how good they are. That Jose Dominguez makes millions of cigars for other people, but saves the best tobaccos and the best blend for his namesake, Jose Dominguez. Not singing a song, if that's what you think you're doing. What I am doing is creating what is known as a donut. Hey, nobody's going to take away your donut. No, a donut in a commercial is when it starts with a jingle and then the information comes in and then ends with the song again. The information is the filling of the donut. Why does everything you talk about have to center around food and usually donuts? I don't know. Listen, Jose Dominguez cigars come in four great sizes and two wrappers. The mild, buttery, smooth, natural, and the slightly bolder Maduro. And every cigar is about $5. You know as well as I do, Dave, Jose Dominguez is no $5 cigar. It's worth so much more, it's a sensational value. Okay, here's the end of the donut. You ready? Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. In 1848... In honor of the English poet Lord Byron, a cigar brand named Byron was first created. Through three centuries, Byron has gone through many hands, but today it is back with the family that first created them. Returning to the early days, now the brand, in a very limited quantity, is produced in a small factory in Costa Rica. Nelson Alfonso offers three Byron blends honoring all three centuries of Byron, Siglo 19, Siglo 20, and Siglo 21. Other cigars sit in an aging room for 60 days, but every Byron cigar sits in an aging room for a period of at least one full year, then and only then into ultra-luxurious porcelain jars and state-of-the-art cigar humitubes packaging. Sure, Byron's packaging is unique and costly to produce, but nothing else will do for a cigar of this quality and taste. Byron Cigars. Cigars of poetry. Sophisticated. Byron. It was 2010 on my 50th birthday. Nick Perdomo from Perdomo Cigars showed up in my office and honored me with a gift. It was a box of cigars. But this box of cigars was not what I expected. One I never saw before. Something without the Perdomo name on it. It was my name, Garofalo. Garofalo Cigars has my name on it, but it was blended and created by Perdomo as a gift. A gift of a brand of cigars. So what should you expect from a Garofalo cigar? Rich layers of complex flavors, but offered in a mild to medium body profile. A blend comprised of fine Cuban seed Nicaraguan tobaccos, including a triple fermented five-year-aged Connecticut shade wrapper. 
I'm honored to have Garofalo, my name, surrounding such a wonderful cigar. I would be honored if you would give a Garofalo cigar a try. Garofalo Cigars, an honor. Hi, this is Pete Johnson from Top Hawaii Cigars, and you are listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. And we're back live from the La Florida Dominicana Cigar Studios with Mr. Jonathan Carney. In the house. There we go. It's not Mr. Anything. Gentleman Chuck Morrison. We, we all need a little name. Barry. Ba- it was Bad News Barry. Barry Statstein. There we, we go. Have Barry's mailbag. Ball bag? Ball bag. <laughs> ball bag. King Barry. The hurricane. Have you seen what my desk looks like? It looks like a hur- hurricane ran through it. Yeah. You can call me the hurricane. Hurricane. Okay. Uh, but we have uh, Gentleman Chuck Morrison with us. Gentleman Chuck Morrison, sir, uh, sir, sir. when you're enjoying life to its fullest, it's important to be debonair. How to be more debonair and gentleman-like is Gentleman Chuck Morrison. You need a gentleman? Gentleman. I'm a gentleman. You need a gentleman? <laughs> you wouldn't want to call me gentleman. Ladies, fasten your seatbelts. Switch on your electronic devices and pump up the volume. You need a gentleman? And this is The Gentleman's Way. It's brought to you by Debonair Cigars and Rum. Debonair Cigars provide its clients with suspension of reality. Time spent smoking a debonair can never be subtracted from one's life. Today, gentlemen, a debonair's way inspired by as many instances are, a true event. How to be debonair around mothers with families, specifically while shopping. Here's the setup. I was doing some grocery shopping, and a gentleman, or I should say ungentleman, was walking into a store. He had a mother behind him with a family of four kids. And rather than hold the door and let this family go first, he cut them off to go into the store before them. It inspired this week's debonair, so here are some tips to be more debonair around mothers with families, specifically while shopping. Right off the bat here, if you're walking into a store and you see a mother with children, please, if the door is not automatic, hold the door for her and let her go in the store before you. Number two, if while shopping she's holding a baby or has her hands filled with children and can't reach an item or can't get to a specific item, be debonair and get that item for her. This works with old ladies too. It works with old ladies as well. Uh, If in line, and again, she has a rambunctious family, her hands are full, and you're in line, you arrive at the aisle at the same time, please let her check out before you. Even if you have more items, or she has more items than you, I would say the right debonair play here is to let the family go first. What if now the next person in line comes in and the same things happen and you're going to be there all day? (laughs) You could be. But you're being debonair, Dave. Okay. Lastly here is putting away the carriage. If... She is parked near you, and uh, again, she has a family, hands are full, be debonair, offer, just go ahead and do it, take the carriage, and put it away for her when she's done putting her groceries away. Guys, it's called being debonair. It's the right thing to do, but every single time we ask this question, are you debonair enough? I'll hold the door open. I don't know if I'm going any further than that. Yeah, I won't put a carriage away. I'd be worried about being shot or something. What? 
Yeah, I mean, it's ridiculous. You just don't want to go the extra. Mr. Chance. Jonathan, I mean, help we, me out here. Yeah, I'm with you. I just Chuck. don't. I just don't. I just don't trust that uh, that scenario to work out well in my favor. I have a limited time when I'm in the grocery store, and uh, it's every man slash woman for themselves in that situation. <laughs> I, I am. I not thought it was a contest. Debonair. How fast you can get out? Oh, guys, we're talking about debonair. Yeah, I know we are. Now I, I'm going to I'm going to ask you live on the air here. Sure. I'm getting mailbags about FDA stuff. I think we could possibly put this into a segment for next week. So if anyone else has any questions or whatever, add them all together. Add them all up and we'll... Because we're talking during the break that the show's getting kind of depressing. Like we had the event. The event was fantastic and it ended... The meal was great. The cigars were great. And then all of a sudden everybody was slitting their wrist on the way out the door. So I have a funny one. Okay. So we're going to go funny and then if you have any FDA thoughts, comments, questions, thoughts for discussion, send them in Contact us page on the Put them together instead of dribbling it all throughout the whole thing. This message came by way of Facebook, a <coughs> uh, direct message to me from Peter. And Peter writes, true story. Happened last night. Last night, after we completed a months-long project, and at the end of a very stressful day, a few of my longtime co-workers and I got together for a cigar. Feeling a bit celebratory, I chose a $25 cigar. About 10 minutes into the cigar, one of my other co-workers, who was quite inebriated, came out to the patio area where we were smoking cigars and said to me, Is that a Cuban cigar? I don't know why he's Southern, but that's just what he was. <laughs> I said, That was your Southern accent? No, yeah. it's from Nicaragua. Like him. He says, Well, it smells fantastic. And he comes over and picks up the cigar, oh, no. takes a drag no. off of it oh, without no. asking, then inhales the cigar oh. as if he were smoking a cigarette and... In the interest of full disclosure, he is a cigarette smoker. He then begins to cough and hack <laughs> while holding my cigar close to his mouth, then hands the cigar back to me saying, I've had enough. And I said, oh, no, my friend. You enjoy that cigar. I have plenty of others. If the slobber cutter is not enough, oh. how about I just suck on and lick your cigar and hand it back to you? <laughs> that, Mr. Jonathan, is insane. That's asylum. Peter Sorry, Hudson? Peter. Peter Hudson. That He's has in the chat room today. Peter that, Hudson. That, oh. that has happened to me before where somebody, I put the cigar down. And it say, happened to you from a how customer. Is, how, how is they that? They just ma- pick it up? Pick it up. Yes. The yeah. guy took it out of your hand. Yes. And yeah. he, took oh. it, he took a drag on and that was it. And I was like devastated. And I didn't think enough to say, keep it. Now mm-hmm. I'm never going to do it again. I walked away. This was in the store, right? Yeah. And uh, I walked away horrified. I, I was wetting my pants, Chuck. Oh, I bet. I, mean, I, I, just, <laughs> I didn't even have to go that bad, but I was laughing what so hard. And just put it down in the ashtray, and I said, that's, that's Oh, my God. I, what the? I have zero patience for that, and I'm, I'm sure I'm not debonair with my reaction. No, 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 no. But somebody picks up my cigar, <clears throat> unless it, he my did brother take it out wants of my to. hand. Standing by the case, took it out of my hand. Takes said, a puff What is on. this? Boom. Took a hit <laughs> on it. Gives it to me back. I wouldn't be able like, to stop what myself. Just Are you happened? out of your GD mind? Keep it. I'm never. I'm never even smoking that brand again because I'm so horrified. Oh my god! So these things wow. happen. I just can't believe wow. that. That's crazy. What are you thinking? <laughs> I, I don't even know how I'd react in that situation. I'm pretty even tempered. I would probably I have a temper. Guy. Yeah. Do you yeah, punch the guy I in think, the face? I think that's what happens, right? That, that's how I would react. I mean, reach into my wallet and steal $25, but do not put your lips on my cigar under any circumstances. First, he asked how expensive it was, so he knew exactly oh, what he just wrote. Now, the flip side of this, the flip side of this, we're at uh, the trade show in Vegas, and we're standing with Nelson, and a couple of master blenders are all together, and they only had one cigar that was yes, all Peruvian tobacco. Yes. And every, nobody 
dug the cigar yeah. in their mouth. Everybody was very dry-lipped, and they put it to their lips, and they took a puff, and they passed it around as these master blenders are giving this impromptu seminar. Mm. In that scenario, everybody knows what they're getting into, and you try not to slobber on it. You're being careful. And yes, you're in that situation. You've got to do what you've got to do because yeah. how else are you going to get the knowledge that they're passing on to you? That's Smoking, unique. That's a unique Putting a cigar but you, but you to your make lips. that decision. Correct. Like, I, I've shared cigars with Lito before. Tony and I have shared cigars that are a new blend or something. Yeah, you got we'll one that's there. But I know Lito. I know yeah. Tony. Yeah. I, I, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a family type thing. It, you know, it's like <laughs> yeah. drinking a bottle Gianna, of water after your mother or your father. Gianna will say that <laughs> yeah. to me. If, you know, I say, you want to try what this is after I, you know, I'm something totally different than she's smoking or something. Do you want to try it? That's fair. And she hasn't had all that many different cigars before. And she takes a drag off it or whatever, and yeah. I'm okay with it, and she's yeah. okay with it, and whatever. Yeah, your your wife, uh, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah, brother, like Jonathan yeah. said, you like, are a I drunken think the, idiot. The person has to offer it to them. I yes, would yes, that's the play. Absolutely. You don't I think just that's grab. the air play right there. <laughs> and then you kind of you'd feel funny if you say no, you know, if he says here, try the. <coughs> Let me try. I it feel awkward. It. Like again, I'm a craft beer guy, and if if a buddy of mine like, hey, you have to try this beer, I'm. Like Awkward drinking. Pour it in, in a cup. Exactly. Or You're yeah. still dealing with backwash, but at least he doesn't have to deal with your backwash. <laughs> but it's still out of bounds. Like there's no need to share like that. Yeah. It's very sharing is good, but it's undebonair to yeah. share if you lips. I'm not a, there's I'm a not line. A, there's a line, Dave. I'm not a beer drinker. I was at my brother's house and he had this new beer and he said, "Here, try it." Yeah. And he just handed me it's the your bottle. Brother, but it's I mean, my brother. Yeah. And again, like Jonathan said, I'm. I know what I'm getting into. I know where he's been. I think. <laughs> I think. All right, let's do the Classic 3-Way. The Classic 3-Way brought to you by Classic Cigars. You've heard of epic rap battles. But now it's time for the epic battle. Wow. It's kind of intimidating to be in the presence of so many great athletes. For this day. Tell anyone about this, I'll kill you. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. In Classic History. Here's looking at you, kid. Brought to you by Classic Cigars. Nervous? Yes. All Classic Cigars are handmade and imported from the Dominican Republic, and every cigar is priced under, get this, under $3 per cigar. You like that, baby? Let him know where I came from, yeah! Choose any blend, including the Classic Connecticut for its mild and smooth taste, the Classic Maduro for its bold and spicy flavor, or the Classic Cuban for its sweet, sun-grown, and nutty overtones. That's undertones, you idiot! Whichever classic you choose, it's a classic cigar. Available at twoguyscigars.com. That's twoguyscigars.com. Celebrate today with a classic cigar. Three-way tie last week, but Barry was the champion before that. So we're going to let Barry go first. Mr. Jonathan Connie and Mr. Jonathan, that'll be the three-way today. Uh, today is May 21st. Barry Stein, Christopher Wallace. It's birthday today. Any idea? No idea. News guy, right? Nope. A.K.A. Notorious B.I.G. Ah. Biggie Smalls was an American rapper. He consistently ranked as one of the greatest and most influential rappers of all time. In 1997, Wallace was killed by an unknown assailant in a drive-by shooting in Los Angeles. Biggie Smalls, born today what year? 1971. 71, he says. Calculator. I don't know uh, if the calculator should be allowed, Barry. I don't have a pen, so this is the proof of what uh, I've picked. 1968. And I've got 1969. 69 and 71. And Barry Stein gets the 71 at 72. Ooh, I almost put 72. I almost did 72 as well. Almost, almost. Woulda, coulda, shoulda. Well, your initials are BS, and I think this is BS. So, <laughs> Mr. Jonathan 
Regular. Regular. The original. <laughs> the OG. You can't Mr. say that. J. You can't say that. Lawrence Trudeau, <laughs> a.k.a. Jared Trudeau's father. No, he's another mm. mister, though. Jared <laughs> Trudeau's father. <laughs> <laughs> he's another mister. Lawrence Trudeau. Uh, Mr. Wonderful. Mr. T. Ooh. TV actor, tough guy, star of the A-team. Uh, boxer, Club of Lang and Rocky Three, and also worked as a professional wrestler. He was once employed as a bodyguard for Diana Ross. Mr. T, born today, what year? 1959. 59, he says. Mr. Jonathan Carney. 1951. 51, he says. And Barry Stein. I'm here to the fool. 1968. 68. And Mr. Jonathan Carney will take the point. Boom. He says 51, it was 52. So we have a two-way tie with Mr. Jonathan Carney and Barry Stein. We have two to go. And today is the birthday, Mr. Jonathan Carney, of Raymond Burr. Ironside. Ironside. TV actor portrayed the role of television series Perry Mason and Ironside. Perry Mason and Ironside. Raymond Burr, born today. What year? 1919. 19. (laughs) Barry Stein. 1935. 35. Uh, And I've been wanting to put a 9 at the end of all of them, but I've been wrong every time, so I'm going with a 2 this time. 1932. 32. And everybody is over. Wow. 1917. You were two away. 1917. It was a long time ago. That's why I said Perry Mason to bring you really way back. Yeah, that was black and white. All right, we got one tiebreaker, or Mr. Jonathan Regula can get two points in the win. The OG, Mr. J. And this goes to Barry Stein. Does it go to Barry Stein? Yes. Yes, it does. Okay. Bicycles were first seen in the U.S., in New York City. They were originally known as Swift Walkers, but the first time they came to the United States named a bicycle was what year? Schwinn. 1887. 1887. I got 1801. 1801. I am going to go with 1 AD. 1 AD. I like the play. I like the play. Is this the price is right? You're doing a dollar? There we go. 1 AD. Believe it or not, Mr. Jonathan Regula gets the point. He said 1801. It was 1819. And we have a three-way tie again, and I have no other tie. <coughs> but this classic day in classic history was brought to you by Classic Cigars. Available at twoguyscigars.com. That's twoguyscigars.com. Celebrate today with a classic cigar. And if it's your birthday, come into any Two Guys location at Salem, Seabrook, or Nashville, New Hampshire on your birthday. And they will cut and light a free happy birthday cigar for you while they can. I was going to say, is that going to be able to continue? It will not. Of course not. The big, the big conversation I had this week, because there's a lot of miscommunication and misinformation and people trying to interpret things and read them that was going through. So my reps were discussing, um, you know, oh, hey, you know, we, we can't hand out samples. So what's defined as a sample? And they didn't realize that I can't give them samples to smoke cigars. That's so they, that when they found out wow. that they couldn't get samples themselves, they went from mad that they couldn't hand out samples to a customer or hand out samples to, to a client. Furious. Now it to affects furious. them. Directs them. Exactly. Affects them directly. And I said, yeah, absolutely. Like, so what are we going to do? I go, I'm not sending you samples anymore. August 8th. I go, July is your last wow. set. You're done. I go, that's what it is. I that's go, it's it. over, man. And my employees who all get to smoke for free cannot smoke for free ever again. Mm-hmm. And we're less than 80 days away, 78 days away from that's it. 
and I'm not happy about it. I'm smoking 15 a day between now and yeah. then. <laughs> yeah. No, that, 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 that's the end of it. My question is going to be, what about damaged cigars? Damaged cigars. The uh, Cigars get damaged. They're a natural product, and yeah. that is a, a, something that we do uh, where we replace, and we replace with either one samples or two with, with free product. Can I then send you, say you have a damaged box. Fortunately, I don't have a ton of it, but it happens. Uh, can I then send you free product to replace a damaged box? Well, that's not, or, that's not or, a sample. That's a replacement. Yeah, exactly. It's a replacement. So how, but how do you classify those things in a, in a vague document of, of vague regulations of what a sample is? Is when I give you, if you have a damaged cigarette, they can't give you a damaged, a, a replacement cigarette. You have to buy it. Yeah. So if it's damaged, you, you can't replace it. So I, that's up in the air. That's something that we definitely need to look at. You're going to look at the, cigar, the cigarette industry and... The best thing I can say when people end up saying that to me, I say, keep, just look at the cigarette industry, and you're going to see that you don't see Marlboro T-shirts and stuff anymore. So that's going to be all over with. You're not going to see these things. Whatever's happening in cigarettes is the way it's going to end up going here. Yeah. And I think that's going to be an issue. But that's not what I was even uh, thinking about. I was thinking about if I, you, you know, yes, you do replace uh, damaged cigars. You know how many damaged cigars you've, you've uh, got from me since 1995? Yeah, right. Zero. Zero. Because we smoke the damaged cigars. I let my employees smoke cigars for free. Please first go to damaged yeah. cigars. We don't have any damaged cigars. Smoke whatever you want. But I can't even let them smoke the damaged cigars. I'm going to have to actually sell them to them? And I, I was talking with my reps, and I said, how are you going to smoke? And I go, I will sell you an allotment worth of cigars on a monthly basis. I go, I, whatever they, whatever's dictated that I have to pay to make it not, they have to have you pay me to not make it a free sample. And, and I go, I, that's what you will do. I go, and I will sell you, you know, I will sell you cigars so you can smoke. And I believe that number based back on cigarettes is 20% over actual cost wow. because you can't use it as a loss leader. So in other words, some people are but saying, oh, you'll make your reps. You'll make the, the cigars one penny. No, you can't. You can't. So it's going to be 20% over cost. And the problem that oh. happens with that is now you're telling everybody what your costs are. Let's, let's take this one step further. So Awful. we own a farm, a factory, and a distribution company. They're all under the brand of La Florida Minicana, but they're all separate entities. So I work directly for a company called Premium Imports, which yes. is La Florida Minicana, DBA La yeah. Florida Minicana. We have La Florida Minicana SA, which is our factory, and then we have Tabacalera, La Florida Minicana de Palma, which is the farm. Yes. Can I send myself free cigars from my factory? No, right? No. So I can't send myself free product because that's sampling. That's Tabacalera, La Florida oh, Minicana SA. It's going to be it's free paper. sampling oh. to premium imports. How does that work? That's what I, I need to know these things, and we need to get deep into these things. You may, you that may have to take a job from that company yeah. so be, that it's coming employed. from there. And, and can the proprietor of those companies, I mean, these are, these are corporations. These aren't sole proprietorships. Can the proprietor or the, the president, the head of that, can Lido send himself free cigars from his other company? So that's a really unique because thing. Because it's a and corporation. You're about. only an employee of the corporation. Exactly. So it's a really, really unique thing because, I mean, we're down in the factory and uh, we're down at the farm and I'm in the office and I smoke cigars when I'm in the office. When sure. I grab a cigar, is that La Florida Minicana sampling that to one of their sales executives? Or can the sales executive do that? Can the sales rep do that? Can anyone do that? We, I don't know. And the way it's written, I can't. 
So it's going to change the way everything works internally uh, with these companies. So it's, I, it's really I know from when I was in the cigarette business, the cigarette rep actually bought cigarettes from me. Hmm. Oh, you know what? I need a pack of cigarettes and buy a pack because he was getting none from the company he worked for. He's got a truck full of them and stuff, but he can't take them. Yeah. Nor when I was going to buy a new brand of cigarettes, it's not like they gave me a sample pack or right. even a single cigarette. See if you want to take this. Here's the package. This is what it looks like. This is what it costs. Do you want to buy it? What's it taste like? Do you want to buy it? Because you can't. So wow. crazy things. The, the consumer will be affected through uh, events and promotions and things like that. The, the employee from the store will be affected. The store owner will be affected. The rep will be affected. This is going to go trickle all the way down. So I don't think you're not going to get touched by it. Everybody's going to be touching, more than touched, slapped around by it. So that's it. Got anything in the mailbag? We got time for one? We got time. We got time for one. What happened to my mic? Oh. All right. There we go. Conveniently, it was off. Yeah, it's off. What's up with that? Uh, submitted through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com. Pete writes, hey, boys, whenever I see you guys light up on the webcast, I notice some of you spend a good amount of time toasting. I know about the screen door effect, which is when the torch flame touches the cigar foot and burns a tunnel of charred tobacco down the middle of the stick, creating a burnt, ashy taste. Can you damage the cigar by toasting for too long, or are you pretty much safe as long as your flame doesn't touch the cigar foot? And what I'm going to say to you, Pete, is anything done for too long is too much. You can, you can certainly cook a steak too long. You can certainly toast your cigar too long, uh, and that's going to be... Personal preference. Some people like Starbucks coffee, which is over-roasted. I don't. I like it caramelized. So it depends on what you like on your cigar and how long you want to toast it for. Play with it. See what you like. That's why we only do two hours instead of three hours. There we go. Because too much would be a bad thing. It is. It is. We, we have extended it, but today's not one of those days. What is your final decision on the La Flor Dominicana 2016 Celebration, Number? limited, ultra limited, 48, 48 TAA. I'm trying Euro. to fit in all the words why I still can, my yeah. friend. <laughs> it's worth the trip to a celebratory experience just to get the box of Connecticut Broadleaf Limited Edition. Yeah, but it's a box of 10. Yes. So, yeah. you know, grab a box of these things while you can, I would say. Uh, is there a limited amount of these that are... The, uh, the 10 count is limited at each event, uh, so it's not going to be a free-for-all. So it keeps each event uh, unique and special. Uh, so you can get those limited edition 10 count boxes at those events. Uh, those are launched at each one of those stores. They won't be available before. It's not like they're getting and hundreds of them. Right no, that's here. limited to uh, 5 to 15 boxes. So oh it will be the, the minimum 5 per event, the maximum 15 per event um, to, to keep that special and, and something unique uh, that you can find at each one of those. So. Uh, it's going to be a really fun 12 months in regards to that, to end on somewhat of a positive note. Sure. Uh, we, we've got a lot of excitement going on with what we're doing. We, we do have new products on the way for the IPCPR this year. Um, we have old, older existing products that we've been selling that are going to be uh, becoming more highlighted. Um, so yeah, I have a lot of strong opinions of what's going on with the FDA. A lot of the things I haven't mentioned, uh, I feel like the, there's a lot, of, a lot of people in the industry that I won't name names uh, that have enabled this. Sure. Uh, but wanted this. Some of them you wouldn't think were the people that enable it, and some of them don't even know they were enabling it, and they were. Yeah. Um, so, uh, but with that, uh, we're going to keep fighting. Sure. Uh, we're in a strong position. We've been doing things the right way for 23 years. Um, we're about to become the small fish in a uh, yeah. in, in a small sea full of big guys. So we're we're, we're preparing to fight. 
Uh, we're, we're aligned uh, with the industry, and uh, we, we are going to fight this thing individually if we have to, um, but uh, we're, we're going to keep going forward and keep bringing excitement and, and focusing on the fun parts of, uh, of tobacco so, uh, and the premium cigars. So when you come out to one of our events, we're going to talk a little bit about FTA to educate on it, but it's going to be Do it early time. and then go fun after. So, so don't think that you're going to come out to this. It's doom and gloom. We want you to come out, enjoy these cigars, right. enjoy the celebration of what this is about um, and what the TAA is about, and uh, we'll, we'll fight those other things at the same time. Any scoop on uh, a brand that's coming out before... IPCPR or at IPCPR. Uh, we've we've got about four or five items that I know about uh, that I can't discuss entirely. Uh, Tony's working on uh, Lido Sun's working on a fourth and fifth cigar. Um, one of them is a play off of one that we currently have. Uh, we're looking at a smaller size of one of the three items that he may or may not have come out with over the last three years. Uh, so you can kind of. You can okay. kind of make your own opinions on that. Uh, Lido's got some things in the works. I know we are going to be doing uh, a factory press line, uh, another one of our limited edition factory presses sometime throughout the year. Um, and we also are, are looking at some of our uh, lines that we may have discontinued in the last several years uh, that haven't actually been off the market, yeah. uh, that we've still actively been making, that may be making some, uh, some returns. So, uh, so something you may have gave a store exclusive to for a while or something, you bring back and put it nationally. One area that I, that I would say, uh, this is not official, uh, but I, I would think that our Reserva Especial line, uh, which was Ecuadorian Connecticut Shade Wrapper, Dominican Binder, Nicaraguan Dominican Filler. It was our third line, uh, for third full line that was ever made by us, um, mild to medium, uh, real great smoke. Obviously, we're more towards fuller body now, uh, but uh, we, we see that as something that, uh, that may come back. So you may see Reserve Especial make a comeback. That's pre-2007. Coronado, LFD Coronado is our uh, pre-2007. Sure. Uh, that's already uh, slowly making its comeback. Cameroon? Uh, Cameroon is already currently existing, but we also have a line called the 2000 series that's been discontinued but didn't fully go away. Um, so there, there's going to be some things out there. We have a lot of things that we can do. Uh, you know, a silver lining in a situation that's negative is I personally, on a personal level, am, am happy that I work for a company that has done the right things for 23 Absolutely. years. One of the few. And, and hasn't enabled One of the, uh, the big guys to take advantage of them and have uh, built a company that is positioned strong right. to fight. That um, said, doesn't that mean that you are ripe for the picking as far as acquisitions go? Um, this, is, this was built for the next generation. Um, yeah, you can see Lito, it. Lito will fight, fight this to the day that he dies. Uh, he's not going to take the route of, of sell this off. Uh, Tony, his oldest son, is involved in the business making cigars and has been very successful. Uh, little Lito, Lito Jr., is 16 years old uh, and already has a passion for this industry. So this has been brought up uh, and this has been built and the reason we did these things the right way, because this is long-term thinking. Sure. He wanted this to be for his children, the next generation, something he could be proud to pass down that he built. Um, so that still stays the same way. Uh, there will be companies that are bought out where we're not one of them. Right. Uh, we're not on the market, nor will we be on the market. Um, but there will be people that are ripe for the picking. Are we one that these companies, big companies, look at and are envious of the way we operate? Absolutely. Sure. And that's our strongest suit is they're envious of what we're doing. And they can't kick us out. Right. So we can keep fighting back. I can see when I go to the Dominican, I go into the factory and look, and I said, okay, they're here for the long term. You can see the changes and the, and the um, 
ways and moves you guys are making. So uh, that, that's, that's good, good silver lining. That's good news anyway. All right, that's it. Next week uh, is Memorial Day weekend, and uh, Memorial Day is a federal holiday in the United States for remembering people who have died while serving our country in the armed forces. We'll remember them as we remember old fallen cigar brands that may, may be making a comeback in the cigar world. Wonder which brands you'll never see again and which ones are going to make a comeback like you never saw before. Tune in and light up. You've been listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Radio Network. And if you've learned nothing else in the past two hours and you happen to be smoking your LFD Suave or the LFD 2016 number 48 Celebration Maduro, (laughs) always remember, keep the lid end out of your mouth. And John Cena will be back on Monday Night Raw Memorial Day. There we go. Can I have your attention for a second? I want to tell you about a fellow named Dave and the fact that I have been buying my cigars from him since 1985 when they first opened up. Two Guys Smoke Shop. Now, Two Guys Smoke Shop have three convenient locations right over the Massachusetts border in tax-free New Hampshire. Now, here's something I bet you didn't know. Two Guys Smoke Shop is America's largest cigar shop and has the largest inventory of cigars anywhere. Wait till you see this place. You're not going to believe it, all right? Now, if you like cigars, you can't find a better place to buy them than at Two Guys Smoke Shop. They're in Salem, New Hampshire, Seabrook, New Hampshire, and their new location in tax-free Nashua, New Hampshire. It is worth the ride. You can call 888-2-CIGAR-2. That's 888-2-CIGAR-2 or on the web at twoguyssmokeshop.com. The best place to buy cigars anywhere is Two Guys Smoke Shop. It's Stogie Heaven. With a million choices, Stogie.